following program is of adult nature and may be inappropriate for persons under the age of 18. The following program is a adult nature. May not be suitable for some of my friends. It's time for Lee Lies. What you want to know who's got the show? Welcome to be dabbling live. Okay. We cut into a live Chad Zudmach already in progress. Line, Tommy. All I'm saying is let's get back to work. Chad is not let's as make drunk. America. Let's make podcasts great again. That's all I'm saying. I just got Thank word you, that Chad was Kevin. live. So Glad I jumped right in. I'm looking at it right now. This is a be dabbling live exclusive. So, wow. I went live and look what happened. What? We did it. We did it. What do you do? Um, hey, back to the Landau video. All right. I'm like, going to pause. Hello, everybody. That was a cold open, if I've ever heard of one. Welcome to Be Dabbling Live. I am your host, El Harible. Let me get Chad off the screen and get all my friends on the screen. Guzzi's back. Hey, everybody. And I can happily say that I'm less hungover than Chad Zumark today. Oh, my God. Did you see Chad yesterday? Fucking, uh, he was so wasted. So wasted. How wasted was he? Uh, How wasted was he? That I thought he was going to die. (laughs) Brilliant. And uh, we also have today uh, from Australia, the Aussie guy. How are you, sir? Hello, I'm good. Uh, I don't know if I've got enough to get as wasted as Chad got last night, but I'm going to try. I've got a few beers here, so I'm going to try how wasted was he? <laughs> so wasted that I went out of my way to click on his stream and watch it because otherwise I wouldn't. But I heard so much about how wasted he was and it took me three seconds to figure out how wasted he was. It was great. Uh, I love that. Very. Yes, Stream Chad. drunk. Everyone should stream drunk. Yes, Chad's uh, live stream yesterday of MLC, which I guess he's calling Mud Shark Loves Misery, was highly entertaining. Um I think the only way you could see it now is to go to his Patreon. Uh, but it was the second episode of him basically just watching MLC and talking about how much they suck without him. Even well, though actually, now his whole show is just them and talking about how much they suck. Yes, Husey. Uh, yeah, if anybody wants to see it without going to Chad's Patreon, they can go check out the Ski Mask Collective YouTube channel. Oh, interesting. Where Because uh, basically they stream Snipe everything so all everybody's patreon content is on the ski mask channel and the uh, ski mask wasn't exactly uh too sober himself so uh, it was uh, it was an exciting and eventful uh, evening 
So we also go. stream sniped on Corn Diff's channel. We had a <laughs> we had a good time uh, stream sniping Chad, stream sniping MLC. So everybody's just watching everyone else's content and using it for their own content. It's fabulous. <laughs> I got to admit, it was hilarious the other day when Melton was stream sniping uh, Kevin Brennan. And then Brendan went to Milton's channel and Milton was just waving at him. <laughs> yes. <was> fucking hilarious. <laughs> yes. I've been starting all my days with Melton recently. I'm I'm becoming a huge uh, Melton fan. He knows what he's doing. All right, you guys are starting to talk me into it. I still haven't really checked him out. Oh, he's hilarious. Uh, he's funny. Awesome. Give he's him a good. try. He's very funny. Uh, last episode, we raised some money for one Jake Hudson. I have an update. Uh, if you watched Opie's live stream yesterday morning, uh, we were updated that uh, I did get Jake Hudson his $227, which I rounded up to 230 because I'm very generous. Wow. Tooting my own horn. And uh, he proceeded to piss it all away in a matter of, I think, minutes. Fuck. Uh, thought... How many crayons did he buy specifically? <laughs> No crayons that I know, but I was under the impression when J uh, Jake came on, he was very, uh, you know, stressed out and seemed to have uh, some issues. And he said some of it was money. So I was nice enough to share half of our uh, super chats and uh, never again, Jake. But uh, I'm glad you had fun with the money. Jake bought Bubba the Love Sponge merch. He bought Jake Hudson merch. <laughs> He has merch? That's what he says. I don't know. I told. I guess he said on T-Republic he has merch. You know, somebody needs to donate money to me because after hearing that news, I want to buy a noose. <laughs> we had a fun time. That was a great show. If you guys, if anybody out there hasn't heard it, check, check <laughs> Oh, wait, in. there's a noose. <laughs> oh my god there you go but we had a great time with jake it was a it was a fun it was a real fun show it yeah, was and i know hugely you is save a huge that fan. news for when you uh listen back to my new interview with ray devito oh when did you interview ray devito uh yesterday and it should be out uh tomorrow and uh i i think he's he's i i it was like he, he was on court in court and i was a defense lawyer and he was on trial because he was so cautious about answering anything. And, of course, I kept uh, accusing him of vulgar and offensive, uh, dangerous topics, which I'll edit uh, uh, into a, a lovely clip for YouTube. That's right. Husey goes on your show and he says all this shit and all these bad things. But then he just edits everything out of his show. He's a fucking hack. <laughs> Uh, uh, before we start the show, can I ask a, a group question uh, for the for the for the for the boys? Oh, of course. So uh, I've started watching this show on Netflix called Beef, and in it stars this uh, comed this female comedian called uh, Ali Wong, and like she's a good looking woman, but then you realize that she's extremely short. She's like apparently she's like four foot ten. Really, and it's weird because like that's the size of a child. So uh, the question is, even though Ali Wong is in her forties, uh -huh. could you sleep with uh, a woman that's that size? Oh sure, why mm. not? She's not a child. She's just the size of a child. Yeah, I mean, that's just a pretty the... tall child too, right? What four eleven, four ten? You said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, by the way, nine eleven uh, was a national tragedy. Never forget. Yeah, terrible. But not as what bad happened. as January sixth. 
or as bad as what was yesterday? I can't remember. 21st of April. Oh, yes. And not as bad yeah. as the 21st of April. Yeah, the, the day that Chad live streamed and slobbered down his own shirt more than fucking yes. uh, Kevin Brennan on a coke binge. The Chad drunken disaster. Did, did you guys notice his crooked glasses barely hanging on his face? That was one of my favorite parts of the whole stream. Yeah, I, I the thing that was making me laugh is that because Chad's been blessed with an incredible head of hair. But <laughs> he, he, he was have so good hair. But he was so drunk and out of shape after the, the hype train that his sweat was making his hair fall down his hat. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked like fucking Dennis the Menace towards the end. And there's no way he doesn't smell of shit today. Yes, I agree. He was a mess. He was, that, was, that was the most entertaining I've ever uh, been. From I agree. And it just makes you realize that Chad was one of those guys who hung out drunk all the time. And yeah. someone must have said, like, oh, you're funny. Like, you know, yeah. and that's when he decided, oh, I should be a comedian. Because he actually was kind of entertaining drunk. He's never entertaining sober, except for, you know, being stupid. But he never tries to, you know, he was actually trying to make jokes kind of as when he was drunk. And I, I think he's one of those funny drunks. Yeah, you're right. You yeah. know, he he seems, he's the kind of guy, like, at the bar that gets hammered. And it's probably a good time at the bar and when you're hammered drunk. And yeah, I could see that. But I think it's also just the fact that at his age, what he's what in his yeah. late forties, early fifties, right? Uh, that yeah. people his own age don't want to hang around with him in, in bars because they're like, I've got to, I've got fucking four kids, I've got to go to work. I can't drink vodka shots at two a.m. on a Tuesday, listening to sweet Incubus songs. <laughs> Aussie guy. Speaking of uh, podcast news, like o um, not OJ, but Husey said that he was going to release his interview with uh, Ray DeVito. Do you have some podcasting news? <laughs> look at you, just setting things up. Uh, yeah, look. I'm a professional. Yeah, Malatown there, uh, last time you said that logo. Yeah, uh, I'm rebranding my podcast, Malatown. It, it is a long story, but um, basically it started uh, as a sort of tribute to the Ben Malice show and, and the Mala Militia, but we sort of created our own thing, and it sort of caused a bit of a stir on the Ben Malice show in the last week, and it kind of made me decide to go, nah, fuck it, I'm, um, I'm going to change the name because I don't want to cause problems for Van Mallor or anything like that and just have my own name and continue to do what we're doing. So, yes, there will be a name change coming forward, which is going to be the United States of Australia is the new name Ooh. of the podcast. Spy report. Spy hey, report. Can I announce my new podcast that's coming out? Of course. And this is not to... Uh, you know, cause any trouble with Ben Mahler, but it's called uh, Ben Mahler fucks kids, <laughs> and it's uh, allegedly not allegedly. He does and it. Bye, weekly. <laughs> get it? I do and, get uh, it. So yeah, that'll be Ben Mahler fucks kids. Adam, in cut that out! Cut that out! We got to get that cut that out. Husey won't <laughs> say that on his show. He'll cut it out. There's bleeps all over his show. But then he comes on my show and he just accuses people of sleeping with kids. Allegedly. <laughs> Cut that out, OJ. We got a super chat from our buddy Bill Loney. Bill Loney, $2. He's a fat lesbian. Dyke train. Thanks, OJ. <laughs> Chad is a fat lesbian. He's the mud shark. That is true. I did, just going back to Jake Hudson, just to guarantee that there's no super chats tonight. 
half of the super chats tonight are going to me. Uh, so, oh, yes. so if you guys uh, want to super chat it up, one thing I will say though, David Chandler, um, like well done, very funny. But what a bit would have been funnier is to really test Jake's math skills by like going donating ninety three dollars and sixty seven cents and shit like that. You know where Jake really had to break down the numbers. I would have much preferred to have seen that. Well, Stud Joe Depot was trying to do that, and I just rounded everything down. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of the last show, everyone was mentioning my man titties. So I spoke to a very good friend of mine who does a podcast. I will not mention their name, but they recommended Jeez. a certain tool, which I'm using now. I got the deluxe version where I can actually hold a water bottle. <laughs> did but you steal actually- that? I, I did not steal it. But did you I tow, tow it from... the line yeah. on stealing things? <laughs> I think we had the same joke there. <laughs> what? But thank in you, all to my honesty, friend. It's working in well. All honesty, what is that for? And why would you need a drink bottle in it? Like, what's its oh, actual right. purpose? You're not allowed to defend yourselves in Australia, are you? So this is actually for concealed carry. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. but a water bottle fits in it quite nicely. And I actually gave this excuse to my friend who does a podcast. I told him to steal my idea and just tell everyone, hey, I'm packing when I'm doing my show. I don't know who's going to bust in my house. My friend, uh, he decided not to use that excuse. But uh, yes. <laughs> but thank you. That's very good. Dylan Mulvaney has the same bra, I believe. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 Dylan Mulvaney has the biggest set of tits I've ever seen. She is beautiful. She is a beautiful lady. Dr. Spaghetti Tooth John, movie bra. That's right. I don't know what that means. Movie in the scram. Movie in the scram. Oh, man. Yeah, we're big fans, or I'm a big fan at least. I know OJ hasn't checked this out yet. It's time for movie in the scram. All right. So we have two directions we can go. We can either talk about uh, real-life wrestling feuds where we pretty much just highlight um, uh, Jim Cornette versus Vince Russo, or we can watch and talk about Ray DeVito's bit called Mutual Breakup. What would you guys like to start with? Let, I, I vote for the guy with the, the chin like a cartoon anus. Okay. Well, our next bit is about <laughs> Ray DeVito. Have you watched... <laughs> Ray DeVito's bit called Mutual Breakup, Husey. Uh, no, apart from his Instagram clips, I've never seen any uh, Ray DeVito stand-up. So it's, uh, that means actually I have seen Ray DeVito stand-up. What a pointless answer. Okay, this is not stand-up. So Melton actually speaking of Nobody Likes Onions, he actually watched this the other day, and it literally left him speechless. And I agree, it left me kind of speechless too. It is a skit that... Uh, Ray DeVito did at pretty much the height or the beginning of the pandemic. It was during the pandemic, and it is chock full of uh, celebrity uh, comedians and uh, online personalities. I mean, he 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 called out all the uh, the favors, and everyone showed up, and everyone you know did that favor for him. I know Aussie guy, you saw this, right? I did. Okay. Well. I heard it because I was driving at the time. I okay. haven't actually seen it. I've heard it. You I'll haven't seen it. So this is great. Yes. But you you yeah. heard Melton's 
uh, yes. coverage of it. Yes. yes. And that's what inspired me. And also, I haven't seen anyone else talk about it. So I got to gonna... say, I, I haven't seen it. And oh. the reason I haven't seen it is because I, I like Ray and I didn't want to think any lower of him. <laughs> so I kind of just stayed away from it. I saw it all if over you... Twitter, but I didn't I couldn't click on it. That's the thing about Ray. If you don't want to think less of him, don't watch him. <laughs> <laughs> I, for one, am a Ray DeVito fan. I, I know I, I like to goof on him, but uh, this is ridiculous. I am looks full like, retarded. Yeah, he looks <laughs> like Ripley from Alien 3. Yeah, he looks interesting here. I like him with this uh, crew cut thing going on. All right, She's here we go. Fucking Schindler's List. Yeah, who is she? Would that you? is a girl, right? No. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I think it's Dylan Manvalli. <laughs> oh, AOC. Wow. Five years, and we're really doing this. Yeah, I mean, it was mostly good times, and, and we're still friends. The audio only comes yeah, out of one channel, by the friends. way. The yeah, left. We'll just, we'll let so does the laughter. Mutual and that they should oh. support both of us. Yes, sir. He's inconsiderate. Were you about oh. to say something? Oh, no, no, no. I was just reacting to Husey. Oh, uh, sorry. All right. Too. So Ray and his girlfriend here are breaking up. And now there's some other girl on the screen. He's incompetent. He dresses like a 12-year-old. Would you? Right? He also has that weird chin thing. So no. Gross. Okay. And then also, uh, have you seen him? She looks like Ripley and Alien 2. He's a coward. He's a coward. You're still going to play on your softball team. Okay. Well, I love you both. (laughs) See you Tuesday. Go Tigers. I don't feel too bad. He's he's not racist. Last summer, he was singing Juicy by Biggie Smalls, and he didn't sing the N-word, but I know if he'd been in his car alone with the windows rolled up, he would have. So you can do better than that. He had no personality. No personality. The first time we hooked up was on an air mattress. Like you have to be charming to convince somebody. Oh, now to the chat. Now it's coming out of both channels. Real charm. But the sound Thanks. is completely different. It yeah. was all along for me. I don't know. But... Now we can start right? laughing. I mean, oh, Jesus Christ! It's the dialogue. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell we're watching. Yeah, it's That's okay. So if you can't That's follow perfect. so That's far, Ray and his girlfriend have broken up, and now I guess she's telling all her girlfriends, and they're all confirming. That yes, Ray is a dud. Yeah, okay. at least at least he front-loaded the sketch with a lot of uh, hilarity at the beginning. Yes, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of jokes in here. Um, and what? Not just to bury Ray's writing, uh, but the acting is so natural, and you know you really feel like you're in the moment with these people. Well, yeah, we're, we're about I, to get to our A-list celebrities too, yeah. so keep that in mind. These are kind of the the lower rung. I just wish it was uh, even longer. Yes, uh, we still have about uh, three minutes. It feels through. like we've watched five already. The, uh, the sketch directed by Peter Jackson. Sexually, like he sweat a lot, like an abnormal amount of sweat. It was insane. Ray DeVito sweats a lot. That is Spy crazy. report. You could do better than him. Uh, you know what? I'm on your side. I'm Team Liz. But you're his roommate. Yeah, well, you know, he never hooked me up with a sister like you. I believe that's Keith from Keith and the Girl. That looks like Patrick Melton, dude, going through chemo. (laughs) Kind of does. (laughs) I believe that's Keith from Keith and the Girl. I never watched Keith and the Girl, but just 
based on uh, Melton going over Ray stuff. I think that was the guy who's Keith. That's why you need Melton's. Got him. Got him. <laughs> you did. Don't worry, he can still live here. You're on his lease. You can do a lot better, lease. So his dialogue's just coming through. Yeah, I have off. a wee bang in the back. Hey, bang! I'm about it. Get it, man. She's smart, gorgeous, way better than you. Everyone loves her. I'd be bummed too, but I'm here to raise your self-esteem. Yeah, I'm totally glad you're here. She's way more attractive than you are. Whoa! And you, good egg. Sorry to say, do not. Hey, praise Allah! He got Mark Norman. Yeah, that's how you know it's going to be funny because Mark Norman's there, and that guy tells jokes. He tells jokes. Hey, we got a joke. Hey, I'm going to tell a joke right now. Hey, I'm in uh, portrait mode. So landscape mode. Hey. Yeah, and he's got Kevin Brennan's. He's got Kevin Brennan's what? Uh, skin. Well, so does Ray, too. Yeah, Ray is looking a bit Oscar Myrie as well. It, it's like he got a bunch of cameos from people, gave him the script, and just bought cameos to put this thing together. There was a rumor that Mark Norman said that he regretted saying yes to this. <laughs> I can't believe this ever made it on Comedy Central. Yeah. I can't believe this was used in the opening of Trading Places too. I had a bunch of options, too. Probably. No, what I found interesting... Uh, well, no, I guess... Uh, I was going to say, this was the only person that Ray seemed to interact with as far as, like, his calls, but I guess that person that was punching him, he also interacted with, so... I just love that they 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 used all of the the stars in the sketch. Oh, we haven't seen all the stars yet. There's still Ooh. a bigger star in our world, I would say, than Mark Norman. The good news is now we can become Eskimo brothers, huh? Unbelievable. Hello. See that part Hello wasn't again. that bad. Uh, he's a homo. Dude, so, you believe Mark? Look at that. 20. I'm going to ask for. Oh, by the way, can I just confirm I'm not Ryan Long? I was going to say, I thought yeah. that was Husey. Yeah, I'm, I'm only, I'm not only am I not Ryan Long, but uh, I didn't frame this shot here. Look at this fantastic <laughs> cinematography here. Ryan Long is obviously tall, and Ray, I guess, is very short. Yeah, or this is why you don't get Peter Dinklage to be your director of photography anymore. <laughs> El Horrible, I'm, yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm hearing a lot about uh, Ray's rap video in the chat. There's a Ray rap video? Apparently so. Well, I guess we're going to have to watch that after this. And isn't this not Ray's... Is this Ray's channel? Like, why doesn't Ray do stuff on this channel? He has over a thousand subscribers. He has two YouTube channels, and it is weird that he doesn't just put them all in the one place and... Uh, because he'd be doubling everything up. Right. I don't understand. But I don't think he's made a new video on this channel maybe since this video. All right. Let's continue. Yeah, so another big uh, celebrity, Ryan Long. Eskimo Brothers. Norman? Yeah. I mean, that kind of works in your favor now. He's level up from you. He's better looking. It's... Is this news to you? Thanks, buddy. I'm dead serious. Dude, do you know how many guys' lives are better because I allowed them to be my Eskimo brother? I'm trying to help you, dude. Why are you calling me? I don't. I don't even know what. I, you don't even have my phone anymore. I thought you were calling because I'm trying to sell my bike on Craigslist. Seriously? Did he know the camera was running? I don't know, but that was actually probably the funniest line in the thing. I thought you were. I thought you were calling me because I put my bike on Craigslist. <laughs> oh, dude. 
if you want to win her back, I think you should buy her this mountain bike. I mean, honestly, I think you should just get back <laughs> out there. I love how boomer it is when you hold the phone out so wide. I feel like <laughs> if I took this video and shortened it and edit, did some editing, that it would actually be funny. There's just way too much I don't think non-funny so. things. Say, would it be three seconds, OJ? Yeah, yeah, it would just be the Kevin Brennan part. So it'd probably far. be maybe a minute long, but at least it'd be funny. Wait until you see how this ends. It's uh, it's kind of like that uh, Shamalama guy. It's really, oh, there's cool. a big twist at the end. Hopefully, it's the noose around his neck. <laughs> but it didn't ruin it for anyone. Definitely no, no, that's that's ridiculous. Stop, I'm, stop, yeah. stop, stop. Nope, my friend Camille. Okay, wait. You get off work Thursday at one thirty. Okay, yes. So five fifteen, yep. she's meeting you at Harold Park. Wait, is that the same girl they had on MLC the other day? I only recognize female comedians by their giant schnozzes now. <laughs> That's not her, though. I don't think. Never oh, Stacy Prussman. Oh, I, okay. Bitch is called. Oh, you recognize the Jewish ones then? That's the nose or the name that belongs to that nose, Stacy. Whatever. What was it? Pressman. Never heard of her. But in all fairness, I never heard of Ray DeVito until a couple of months ago. Yes, no, that's a, no. So the Ray rap link is in the private chat. Okay. Sorry, I had to pause there because I don't. Un- okay, so I don't understand this cut scene. So everyone's still saying she's too good for you. Blah blah blah. Now he's with some other girl. They're at a park bench. He looks like he's in his prison scrubs. What happened? What happened? He couldn't get an erection. Oh, okay. That was him going on a date. Jeez. Was he supposed to get an erection at that park bench? It's like convoluted. <laughs> Finally, could... something I can relate to in this video. <laughs> yeah. And, and how could he not get a get an erection? That's when 9-11 happened. Everybody gets horny thinking about that. Yeah, wasn't he looking at the towers falling? Yeah. Jeez, oh, I can't get a hard on. Yeah, yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> why she dumped him. That's a good Ray. Thank you. Uh, All right, so now Ray's getting a call from his mom. We are you? only twenty seconds. Yes, I love that you gotta you gotta shoot that. Like you gotta shoot the shot that his mom calling rather than just answer the phone and go, "Hey, mom." Hey, yeah. mom. <laughs> there Hello? is about twenty Wait, seconds left. The end. God, that makes uh oh, wait, John's... extra footage, ML or what is it? Marvel Universe footage. Who I was that? Up the sequel. But who was that guy? Why are we introduced to a new character after it ends? <laughs> and why is he ignoring the goal? <laughs> yeah. Oh, again, maybe this is part of the Marvel universe. Like maybe it's stretch, this building. Maybe up. it's the Yes. Maybe it's the director. Sorry, I don't know. It's Directed Ray's by Matt. Him for, yeah, <laughs> Ray's calling him for his next his next uh, great sketch, and he's like, no. "Unbelievable! Who is that? Ray's next date? Is that a comedian? I don't know, or something? Is that Brian McCarthy? No, I have no idea who that is. But at least they spent the money on the uh, uh, costume department." Yeah, he looks good. Just wear your uh, track pants and uh, polo that looks like shit. 
Is that his dad? Maybe. Yeah. Good point. That's it. Maybe his dad. I guess that's supposed to be his dad, but that was it. I'd rather watch Chocolate Rin. Uh, Oops, sorry. Get out of here, W-A-T-P. Uh, Hey, Garth Heritage, one, uh, $199.99 in Czar. Thank what you. I don't know. It's uh, I think it's South American money. That's good, to see, good to so see yeah, an Aussie. Money. An Aussie? Good to see an Aussie and an Irishman being funny on a podcast. I didn't know that this was possible. This is a great show. I Thank you, Gary. Happened. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Oh, <laughs> no, you can't talk to my super chatters like that. OJ, take that out. <laughs> it's funny. He goes on everyone else's show and says whatever he wants, but then you listen to his show. It's full of bleeps. <laughs> he edits it all. Husey got me on a, it's Husey's low. He uh, edited, obviously, it was bleeped. But he got me so good. He he stunned me with what he said that I was left speechless. Uh, but it was a great moment in the podcast. Yeah. Of course. Are you guys still doing Get My Go? <sighs> What's the uh, deal there? Uh oh, touchy subject, OJ. Yeah, it is. Well, we we recorded this. A guy we know called, uh, fuck, I forgot, oh, Chad Ian B who just started a show called Perfectly Rated, so expect a, a call soon, El Harible. But, uh, yeah, so we're, we're hoping to get it back. But this is my last free weekend for the for the, the next two months. So okay. unless it's recorded in the next couple of hours, uh, <laughs> I will not be able to get my go until possibly July. You've heard it here first, folks. Spy report. <laughs> Did you also just hear it here first, Aussie guy? No, I was aware of that. Oh, okay. Uh, Damn, Hughes and I are tight. Not as well. We're tighter than Hughes's anus. Yeah, uh, we're tighter than the writing in that Ray DeVito script. That was um, <laughs> man. That, that was made something. one too many look like brilliant writing. I gotta say, I mean, that was there is a couple of mildly amusing moments in one too many. I didn't see. I mean, yeah, Kevin Brennan being a fucking boomer <laughs> with the phone was funny, but um, I... outside of that, you know. Yeah, there was yeah. nothing there. Yeah. Was Oscar old... Oscar Schindler was a better writer than Ray DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, since we rattled the cup and you guys hit the goal with that 199.99 uh, czar uh, super chat, we will now go into overtime. Ray DeVito Ooh. overtime. Uh, beloved Chatter has sent us this. Apparently, this is some sort of Ray DeVito rap video. It's called Comedy Music Video, Keeping It too real when i think ray devito i think rap so i think this will be funny ray is very cool he he knows what the kids are into i hope he says a word a lot i hope he says my name is ray devito and i'm here to say Charismatic. Does anyone know who this guy is? No, and I want to keep it that way. All right. 
At least I don't think so. What I noticed, don't know. I'm too high on that end. Yo, 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 yo. Nothing more than a fling. I get down and propose with a new ring. Ew. Buy you a drink. It's a social crutch. Can't communicate sober because we do it so much. You look high tonight. Where the fuck is Ray? Yeah. Some of those hers are pretty good looking. That's Ray. Trips. We share too much. That's the deal, yo. We won't shut up because we keep it real, yo. We share too much. That's all right. Just to give you an idea, this was made 11 years ago. So I'm assuming this guy thought that hitching his wagon to Ray DeVito 11 years ago with his rap song probably, you know, could have blown up. Does Not Ray actually I'd, rap? I, I'd buy it like 20 years ago, you know. When right. everybody when had a rap started. deal twenty years ago, like, sure. yeah, yeah. Zumark had his Hall and Oates rap song. See, the thing is, this is why I hate these. Vi I would rather see the footage of the guys trying to perform in the street and then feeling awkward when some giant muscular man walks past with his wife. Get the fuck out of the road. Yeah, and it's like sorry, you know, it's <laughs> the, the, these oh, fucking geez. yeah, the shamelessness of these people. But I, I like seeing ray dancing now we know what he was like at that wedding when sure. he tried to have right. an affair with gina levy i heard he also uh he danced with a very very old woman hey uh el horrible yeah. we got a super chat before we can see okay hold on sorry uh super chat dave dalfer ten dollars thank you for the best kevin brennan impression dave dalfer you're a fucking genius <laughs> thank you pinkman fucking chad all right uh after uh so let's continue with this rap video i really if i'm ray hoping ray, rap, ray has a, a verse for himself that'd be he has to or else yeah i don't right. feel like oh so i'll would... be pissed me too yeah the yeasty boys you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yo, time cunts. Real yo, yeah. Oh, here we go. The four four one double O six five two three. Social security number fool. I got overactive sweat glands. I'll deal with stuff. I got a tattoo once, and she slid right off. And on my face, I got a big fat chin with a flap in the middle, like me, the Griffin, and my girl. I wish she had bigger breasts. I'd rather deal with those and her emotional messes. Bipolar? Is she happy or sad? And why am I feeling the void left by your dad? And grudges? Yeah, I can hold them too. Uh, you cheated on me. That's why I followed that dude. He had a parking spot to go with his corporate attire. That means I didn't have to guess when I slashed his tires. <laughs> Passive aggressive. Yeah, I'm that guy. I'll buy you drinks. You put a DUI. Man, I told you some. I'll tell you some more. I keep half my money in cash on the floor under the mattress five thousand live on the block six in houston wc wm those are the pin letters to the atm we share too much that's the deal yo we won't shut up because we keep it real yo we share too much that's the deal yo we won't shut up because we keep it real yo yeah oh good another guy about to share way too much 
Is that Astro Koo? I don't think so. Maybe. Well, she wasn't funny, so it must have been her. Was this a hit? Are we going to get a copyright strike? When I drink milk in my bank account <laughs> Right now there's Zills My favorite actor is Jake Gyllenhaal Not gay, but yo, he makes me milk I totally do him, not in a gay way Jesus. I don't give an F-U-C Can't think I share too much My dick you can suck And also lick on my right nut It hangs slightly lower than my left nut My credit's messed up Cause I payments on my 90 best I had a girl named Bridget Rarely let me hit it Only did it one time I came in less than a minute She dumped me Now she's fucking Michael Bivins From Velvet DeVoe Can't get 40 seconds left <laughs> Can we not? I don't know I guess Ray's not coming back, right? <laughs> I'm assuming he'll be in the chorus There he is They call it the whole thing, <laughs> There was a few good names in there in the chat. Um, I forget who to give credit for, but I saw LL Stool J. Oh, yeah, there's good. a lot of them. Uh, Run D-U-M-B, uh, which is pretty good. Run D-U-M-B, uh, I like that one. I don't know why Ray uh, doesn't. That was produce just the part of his song for his intro for his show. Yeah, he could. He could use that as an intro for his song. Yeah, that was... Uh shocking but you know you know the the problem with with trying to do comedy songs like that is that if you put it up on youtube and it doesn't blow up then all you've got is just a really shit song on youtube that about 17 people have seen yeah yeah exactly and yeah because there's this girl called have you ever heard of a female comedian called uh Jax del osa no which the thing you see her her problem is she's really good looking but she's not a good comedian at all, at all. And she well, keeps putting up these sketches up, and shit online and they all keep bombing. So, uh, uh, poor Ray, that was, uh, that was not good. Although I did like the guy's uh, stuff about wanting to have sex with Jake Gyllenhaal because we all do. Yeah, except you call him Gyllenhaal so it would rhyme. Um, <laughs> I, I actually laughed at Ray's rap. Like, and I, for the reasons I expected to, but no, that was, I thought Ray's rap was funny. Mm. Ray's was wasn't bad. It was very, um, you know, uh, I guess they all were pretty, uh, you know, all that um, self, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Deprecating. Deprecating. Yeah. Um, and I thought, yeah, Ray's was kind of clever. I mean, the last guy just kept talking about his penis and his balls and how he comes really quick. I guess Ray's uh, bit is that he sweats a lot. Self-head. Yeah, I heard Uncle that. Rico, Uncle Rico could do thirty minutes on that. I guess so, right? Because yeah. and they Ray, will. They yeah. mentioned it in the mutual breakup skit, and then they he mentioned it again in his rap. So, oh, that's a nice shirt, nice Thank baseball you. jersey. Thank Sir you. Sweats a lot. He sweats a lot. Nice. All right. Well, that was our uh, that was our Ray Devito forty minutes. Biggie smells. Biggie smells. <laughs> Hold on, nice. Now Chad is just watching the notorious B. Norm McDonald. <laughs> Two cock. All right. Hold on real quick. Snipe dog. Yeah, we're going to check in with uh, 
the mud shark. Sweat doggy dog. credit, but there you have it. Hey. His name is Chad Zuma. Give him a hand, everybody. Oh, oh, Chad's playing his own stand-up. Norm committed suicide just a few years later. I wonder why. Yeah, this is the night Norm died. That guy was a hack. How about a hand for my opener? Hethel's Norm, Hethel's See, that's how you do it, Dave. Now it's time for a celebrity. Jeez, now it's time to be funny, back, motherfucker. <laughs> what? Yeah, he stopped it before. All right, a couple oh, of these jokes. That, that was happening in that clip. Uh, uh, he just one, wanted to show that Norm McDonald said his name. Uh, so I'm shitting my pants. I mean, you have to do 10 minutes on the dot because it goes to commercial. Norm's bringing me up. I'm first. I have to follow Norm. If you go watch Norm's set that night, he You know what I don't get about Chad? Is it like I'm 38 and if I drink whiskey or vodka, I get badly, badly hungover for hours and hours. Yeah. Uh, How is Chad keep that that hype train rolling? Like, if I was him, I'd be fucking dead in bed trying to whack one off. If you know I thought I mean. he was going to throw up when he was because he did like four of them. Or I, I know he did at least three, but he might have done as many as four. Has he deleted that stream yet? Oh, I'm sure. Um, let me look. Uh, he said, well, he said he was leaving the first episode up because yesterday was only episode two. So episode two, he was going to do the same thing where it's live for free or it's free, you know, and then uh, he takes it down and puts it on Patreon. So I'm pretty sure he took it down and put it on Patreon. I don't know. I'll just say I'm from Cleveland. He's like, you're from Cleveland. There's no way he wanted to keep from Cleveland? And I'm just like, his drunk show up for free. And he goes, yeah, you got to have better credits than that. I go, I just, I don't know. He goes, well, what do you do for fun? And at the time, I was playing pickup basketball. A He's a hooper. I play pickup yeah. basketball a lot. Probably should do it some more. The, the story's like, so basketball. interesting. Like, you would think oh, that Ray DeVito wrote it. League? I go, yeah, I'm in a men's league. He goes, all right, all right, well, any good? I'm like, not really. He's basically saying Norm said, hey, what's your credits? And the only thing Chad had was, I'm from Cleveland. <laughs> so, ah. yeah. <laughs> then he's yeah. trying to think of something else to tell <laughs> Norm to use as a credit. Yeah, I average like three points a game. And he goes, that's that's terrible. So Norm goes, what do you like to do? Well, I like to play pickup basketball sometimes. <laughs> hey, your Cleveland's next comedian got... likes to play pickup basketball. Yeah. I like to jerk off. Being, being a Clevelander kind of bothers me that he, he, he says Cleveland. I don't think he's even from Cleveland, though. He's Doesn't he say he's from Kent? Is that near That's Cleveland? Hunt. Yeah, well, yeah, he is definitely is that, but cut that out. Kent Hunt. Kent Stop is saying not that word. Cunt. You can't say that word. He went to Cunt State. Oh, stop saying that. OJ, now you have to cunt. cut yourself Wait. out. We can't say cunt or no. right. Or Leslie. There's two words you can't say. You can't say cunt or Leslie Jones. <laughs> How much money would you have to be paid to smell Leslie Jones' cunt? Dude. How much bucks. you got? Yeah. <laughs> 69, brother. Whoa. Hey, ho, whoa. Praise Allah. Wow. Why would you talk about that? I go, well, you ask what I do for fun. And he just walked away. And I go, okay, that was weird. So when he just introduced me, that's the genius of Norm McDonald. He goes, this next guy, he plays in his men's pickup basketball. He averages three points a game. That's an unusual credit. But he did that. And it made it's it, it, like I, I've gotten booked off of that alone. So Norm's a genius. Stop it. That's he's a fucking genius. 
He's a genius. Norm's not over. You, he asked you what your credits were. You said, I don't know. I did radio in Cleveland or I'm from Cleveland. And he said, oh, that's it? And then he said, well, what do you do for fun? And you said, I play basketball. And then that's all he said. It wasn't that genius, but Chad got booked in giant rooms because of that moment. Overrated, yeah. Trent Bloom. You're out of your fucking gourd. Uh... So let's and we're going down memory lane today. This isn't a show. We're just having fun. We got 183. It's never a show. Chilling. When is it a show? That's another thing with Chad. Every time he goes on, oh, this isn't a show. When is it a show? What's the difference between a show and you just rambling? Anyway. All right. Let's move on. We'll check in with Chad a little later. If he's still on. I don't think he will be. But uh, this next bit is uh, Wrestling Feud. Kinky Loco put together a very extensive uh, thing for me of Jim Cornette versus Vince Russo. All right. By, by the way, uh, and Dane will love this one, because the thing is, Jim Cornette is literally a cuck. Why do you yes, say that? Kayfabe, brother, by the way. Come on. So oh, hey, easy. Are you are you in more in the yeah. Russo camp than the Cornette camp? Uh, yeah. Well, I, I like Vince Russo. I mean, to, to quote Rod Rob, we're we're very good close friends. That's a little DMG joke there. Yeah. But yeah, no. Uh, Jim Cornette literally is a cook. He uh, lets guys yeah. bang his wife while he watches. That's his kink, and he's admitted he's a, to it. He's a cook. He's a cook. So wait, okay. I don't remember him admitting to that. Is that something I, recent? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, that's Cut that was out. a couple of years ago. No, that was a couple of years ago, but yeah, no. Okay. I don't Jim remember Cornette him is, ever uh, admitting cuck. it though. Now he admitted oh. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's like, so, okay. Yeah. Let's set the table a little bit and explain who these two men are, Jim Cornette and Vince Russo. All right. Um so Vin, uh, so Jim Cornette is an old school uh wrestling booker. Probably right. the greatest mind in wrestling. I mean, nowadays, he's the last uh, of the old school professional wrestling mindset, and he's a genius when it comes to I had to a that. feeling when OJ explained this with Jake Hudson the other day, he said, like, two guys, and one of them's really entertaining. I was like, OJ is a Jim Cornette. Uh, yeah. And he just, pr- he former, just proved former it. Former Jim Cornette coach. <laughs> he Ooh. just proved it with that. One of the most genius minds in yeah. the history of the no, business. Jim Cornette has books of fucking garbage. Yeah. And has some, Keep some talking about any of his books. I just, I, he, I know professional <laughs> wrestling. And I know I, Cornette was the probably the most entertaining guy for me personally to listen to. When it came Keep being a cock for him, yeah. Cock. <laughs> Well, I didn't know Don't get me wrong, OJ. I'm not. I'm not dismissing Cornette. He does have a great mind for the business, and he is very entertaining. Uh, but it, Vince Russo is entertaining as well. I'll, I, I like Vince as well. Uh, See, so, yeah. uh, well, here I don't want to go too deep into this, but no, my problem ahead. with Russo is the same problem that Cornette has with him. I am. I like the old school wrestling. I didn't like the sports entertainment crap. That's he didn't like Cold. Two different ball, mindsets, like and that's all. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. Oh, that's the bottom line. You're what? A <laughs> what? Bottom that's line is you're a cuck. And that's your- <laughs> I don't. I haven't listened to Cornette in a couple of years. I had a. Uh, I was a big Cornette supporter. I'm, again, I'm not going to get too deep into it, but his co-host uh, Brian Last, I like He's to call Brian Wirt, or, or no Brian first. Excuse me. I call him uh, 
anyway, it doesn't matter. I, I, he uh, he made me take some videos up down off YouTube. He was he attacked his, his uh, Stephen P. New for any of you that know out there who mm-hmm. he is. He's a, a huge wrestling fan that's in, involved in wrestling and sicked him on me. And ever since then, I stopped listening to Cornette. It's been a couple years now. Ooh. All right. So, yes, basically, these two guys were wrestling bookers and they clashed a lot in company. Like they, they both kind of start uh, met in uh, WWE, right? That's where they both. Uh, yes. Met. So Cornette was in WWE. He came to WWE after years in like Jim Crockett and WCW. He finally came to WWE after Smoky Mountain Wrestling shut down, which was Jim's promotion. Right. And and then so Jim was booking with Vince and, and Bruce Pritchard, and then Vince Russo came in. And so it was Vince Russo, Jim Cornette, and, and Vince McMahon. And that's where these guys started to hate each other. And then they worked together again in TNA. And, right. Yeah. And well, that see, all comes up. I got to say this, though. I just got to interject this. See, this Cornette grew up, and I know we're going to get into it, but he grew up in the wrestling business. Cor- Russo was hired. He was hired as a, the magazine writer. He, was okay. not, he wasn't hired as for, at first as a, a booker, yeah. which I'm sure we're going to get into. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I wanted to ask, because I don't know if we get into that so much. Okay. Uh, but I didn't realize that Jim Cornette was a ringside photographer at age 14. Mm. Yeah, and that was um, which is interesting. That was interesting to me because that's also how um, uh, Paul Heyman got his start. Heyman, yep, a mm. photographer. And a lot of people think they're very. Uh, they compare them. They, a lot of people compare them to each other. Heyman and Cornette, like uh, Cornette is the hillbilly of wrestling, and um, Heyman is like the New guy. York guy. But they're yeah, on the northeast. They're, guy, they're yeah. so similar, but they don't really like each other. That's, yeah, no, they're I, fine. Heyman, Heyman and um, Cornet. Well, maybe nowadays, but back then they didn't really appreciate. I think it. even back then they were fine. Like just listening to Cornet, I've listened to a lot of Cornet over the last uh, sort of seven, eight years. Uh, if if you El Rebo, if you present something today that I haven't heard of Jim Cornet talking about Vince Russo, I'll be stunned because sure, I think man. I've heard it all. Yeah. Um, but no, I look. Jim's great. Jim is entertaining. Like I said, I've listened to hours and hours and hours of Jim Cornet talking. He is entertaining. Yeah, uh, he's he's bonkers. He's out of his mind. Like I think, uh, to be fair, uh, but he's um, his hatred for Vince Russo, and I feel like OJ's got a little bit of it in him. Uh, to me, is a little bit bizarre. Like it's it's wrestling, man. Like you know, it's not it's not yeah, the, like, the world. No, yeah. Jim Cornette has literally watched other men come in his wife's face. But <laughs> but but Vince Russo saying, bro, push the rock, bro, is too much for Cornette. But, a... but as El Horrible said, Cornette has started off as a kid, as a photographer. This was professional wrestling was his entire life, and it consumed his – it was everything. Right. And how did this guy Russo to come in and be the total antithesis of what he believes in Here's my question. Yes, I can understand yes. the hatred. Here's my question because I, I know it comes up and I don't know if they fully explain it. Vince Russo was like working at a video store yeah. is what everyone keeps saying. So how did he end up from a video oh. store to professional wrestling? To the so WWE? a guy had a he wrestling just show work. that was connected with uh, the WWF and Russo basically paid uh, sponsorship. He sponsored the, the radio show. And kind of weaseled his way onto the radio. The old show. WWF radio show. 
It wasn't spot. No. It wasn't. A, oh, it was. Oh. A, no, you, you, it was you're talking a local, about John, like, New York station or something. You're talking about John Rezzi. John Rezzi. John Rezzi. Like, yes. Vince Russo wasn't working at a video store. He owned multiple right. video stores. Oh, okay. And, All right. Because I didn't ran, know that. He ran promotions in the video store. Uh, he, he would get wrestlers in uh, to you know to help sell sure. wrestling videos and stuff yep. like that. He'd do make yeah, greats. Wrestling and then he videos got are huge. Yes, exactly. Like the, uh, yeah, that makes sense to me. Okay. Um, and he had he got involved with John Arezzi, who's also in New York, and he had the Wrestling Spotlight uh, radio station. Uh, sorry, radio show. And so Vince sponsored him and then got involved and then just made more contacts and, and managed to get his way into... Like okay. I said, he weaseled his way onto the radio show and then took it over. And, yeah. I like and, that there's two different sides. OJ is obviously more see, on the Cornette side and you guys are on the Russo side. We haven't even gotten into this. I haven't played I'm any not, and I'm not even. Thank you for this. Uh, I'm not even saying that I'm on necessarily on the Russo side. I oh, just sure. know how biased things can be against Vince, and OJ is definitely on that side. OJ I is pro, definitely. I am a pro wrestling people... fan. I'm not a sports entertaining fan. I'm not a fan. I'm not. A... So you didn't. I so you didn't like the attitude era as a person, but I did not. No, I. I. We'll get into that. I'm sure. Yeah. We'll get yeah. Into that. By the way, just before the starts, can I officially break news? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hold on I... one second. Spy report. Spy yeah. report. As of eight minutes ago, Bob Levy's pool has officially begun to be built in his back garden. Spy report. Spy report. Are there, is there is there photo, is there any photos? Yeah, on Gina's on Gina Levy's Twitter, and I check her page often. If you know what I mean, uh, <laughs> the pool maker guy is now officially beginning the the work to be done on the uh, Bob Levy's pool. So it is wow. happening, boys and girls. Wow. Ground has been broken. Hey, before, again, before we get into this, Dave Daffala, five dollars. He wants to hear El Horrible. Word is you do a perfect Carl. Uh, yeah, hold on. Uh, I got to find the spot. This is hey, hey, this is Carl. Hey, I'm doing Carl because I wear a fucking mask, and all you fucking idiots didn't know that this is actually Carl. <laughs> I'm fucking up, Carl. <laughs> Shit, no, I'm bearing that. That's awful. That yeah, is that's awful. bad. That's awful. <laughs> the fact that you said this is Carl 15 times. I don't know what else to say. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Chad's a fucking idiot. Chad's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking dummy. Chad, yeah. you're fucking dumb. That's, nah, that's like that's stop. like one of those Joe Piscopo fucking impressions. Like, hey, I'm Rodney Dangerfield and I get no respect. Yes, I know. I have to think of different things. I'm Husey. Exactly. I'm sorry. Yes. Dave, I'll give you back your five dollars because no, I actually do not do a perfect Carl. It's a it's it's apparently a work in progress because he's got his moments. Oh, Dave Dalford, thank you again for five dollars. Worth every penny. I stink. I have to come up with a script of Carl impression. Exact, exactly. Uh, I can't. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. Also say also say across. I don't across. know if that's a word. Yeah. But Carl says across, which bugs the shit out of me. Cardiff. <laughs> Hey, it's Cardiff. Cardiff's yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> you insane? This is okay. insane. Okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Dave Dalfer. I'm glad that you felt that was worth every penny because I feel like I failed you. All right. So this young looking man right here, this is Vince Russo. He right. would look like anyone's, you know, Uncle Vinny. Uh, and uh, you'll be able to tell who Jim Cornette is because he's a geeky uh, looking 
you know, hayseed. I think for you Steel Toe fans or non-fans out there, a lot of people compare Aaron to uh, Jim Cornette look-wise. Aaron wears a Jim Cornette shirt, too. Yeah. He wore it this week. All right, let's get into this. <laughs> Greetings, dabblers. It is I, your hero, 16-year-old YouTube sensation, El Harible. I'm just cutting in here. Get it? Because uh, YouTube took my video down because a lovely little company called Vice, cocksuckers, flagged me for using their stupid content in my clips. So I had to cut the Vice clips out. We now return you to Be Dabbling Live, already in progress. I just realized why OJ loves Jim Cornette. The uh -oh. whole pissing, the whole pissing thing there. <laughs> <Yeah>. There you go. <laughs> that is a very good observation on I've that. I've loved Jim Cornette uh uh for many years I, I just I agree with his take on wrestling again it's all it has nothing to do with anything other than his philosophy on wrestling but out of those two human beings just there like I get it I get you like Jim and I do too don't get me wrong I like Jim Cornette and I do like his philosophies on wrestling but out of those two individuals there who seemed stable and you know <laughs> being like who gives a shit about this and who seemed like they were a bit out of their mind? Oh, there's no question that Jim's unstable. I mean, he, <laughs> he admits it. He's he's got a you know, he's worked on it over the years. He's got an anger management problem. Yeah. So uh, I mean Although I've gotta say that about Russo, you know, maybe the day of being interviewed isn't the time to start growing in a handlebar yeah. mustache. <laughs> that was a bizarre decision. Yeah. I, I wanna make it clear, I don't hate Vince Russo. I think I used to, I think because of Cornette, you know, just talking so much shit about him. I, I at this point in my life, I don't hate the Vince Russo, the man. I've actually used to watch some of his shows here and there, but um, you know what I have to say about Russo, and this is something that drove a lot of his critics insane is that there was there's the guy uh, Bruce Pritchard that does uh, the big podcast, something to wrestle with, yeah, and they went off on this big rant on the show, but oh, Russo fucked this up and he did this wrong and. And it all went wrong because of this, and it was going crazy all over the the Twitterverse. Then The Rock had to fucking get on Twitter and publicly defend Vince Russo. That's yeah. how crazy it got that The yeah. Rock had to stop making excellent films such as Jungle Cruise, Baywatch, <laughs> Doom, Be Cool, and fucking Jungle Cruise Two, which is in production, so that he could defend Vince Russo and Moana. Dr. Spaghetti Tooth John, thank you for the $10 super chat. Thank you for the great content. Just like Jake Hudson, you're my second favorite podcast. Thank you. So tooth, I get $4.48.50 out of that? No! Yeah. Well, yeah. b Live has a strict no-paying guests anymore <laughs> policy. Again, this is an OJ policy. I wish there was something I could do about it, but unfortunately I cannot. After OJ caused all that controversy about wanting to get paid by you uh, back back in the day he did not start that controversy someone else did <laughs> i heard you don't like a certain group of uh, people italians no. they smell yeah. <laughs> they're greasy they're obviously sweaty ray davido they stink and i don't like them <laughs> yeah cuck. yeah cuck. all right uh, I, I can't of... even do it now like it's it's pointless me doing it <laughs> So uh, OJ was saying uh, about, you know, uh, Jim Cornette's just philosophy on wrestling, his style. 
Uh, here's a here's a clip Kinky Loco sent over, which will explain a little more of that. This is from the 90s when he was on uh, the WWF uh, booking team, yeah. whatever you would call it. Uh, I just give a uh, always plug this that I interviewed uh, Eric Bischoff once, and it was right before my birthday. And as a gift, he made me an official NWO member. So new, 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 new world order. That is true. <laughs> so you're, I'm in the group. Wow, you're like the 580th member of yeah. the NWO. Towards the end, there. It Are you the like first Irish was uh, member of the NWO? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, that's that no, is honor. Half half of America calls themselves Irish, so no, he's not. Yeah, but I'm actually get ahead of her, so I am Irish. Doctor Spaghetti Tooth John, thank you for the uh, two dollar super chat. You have to write it on a paper plate to get paid. Yes, those are binding contracts. And you write. What if I do? What if I do the square, the the bit of uh, paper towel, yeah. and write your name, put it on the wall of fun? Sure. Spaghetti Tooth John is the greatest screen name I've ever seen. Like, I don't even know what yeah. it means, but it's hilarious. John once broke his tooth, cl- he claimed, on a piece of spaghetti. Pesto. Yeah. Have you not heard that, Husey? Yeah, how can Have you not, not heard that? that? I love cocaine too much. I don't remember a lot of shit. <laughs> OJ, would he have been saying this if he was working for WCW at the time, you think? If they allowed him, like he was just... Uh, the the way this started, if memory serves me correctly, is he was just ranting like this is just how he talks to yeah, people like this about is- stuff. So they put it on camera. Oh, you know what? They did it for uh, they had a brand new dot uh, com wwf dot com, and they were putting content on there. And I think he cut a promo similar to this, stuck it on there, and it had like the most views of any anything on the internet at the time for wrestling. So Vince decided like, hey, if it's working on there, do it on here. So yeah, it, it, it is rare for um, anyone for at the time for the WWF to ever ever acknowledge other companies. So this was um, yeah, well, and, a, a at, at the time at the time because he's talking about the NWO at the time WCW was on top. WCW was dominating uh, yeah, WWF at the time, absolutely. and so it was kind of a shot across the bow kind of thing. Uh, what I find interesting about what Jim Cornette was just saying about calling him childish and and all of that, like we just heard this man at like 57 years of age talking about pissing on another man's grave. And That's he was awesome, about though. Childish flag. It's, I it's love great. that. Yeah, so, no, I, I think it's great. I, I think it's hilarious that he's like this, but, you know, you, you've got to point out the hypocrisy of the man. Yes, I understand your point. Yeah, and, and Conan has said that uh, Cornet uh, is known behind the scenes for being uh, fake, like he's all in character, like he's not actually... The way he is, but he knows how to make money from it, and he's making a lot of money. Oh yeah, who's making a lot of money? Uh, Cornette. Cornette? I've heard. The I've heard he's making. Cornette. It's huge, man. Like he's got a lot of. Oh, people. Cornette, not yeah, Conan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, Cornette's yeah. making a high five figures off YouTube per month. Uh, I believe it. Yeah, he gets a lot of views. To be fair, Conan's making money because Husey's making money. Which means Conan's making money because there's no way Hughes is making money if Conan's not. Viva la raza! Yeah. Olale! Olale! Olale de Vito! Hashtag send Mike Durbin his shit. Yeah. <laughs> Call me his cucks! <laughs> Jim Cornette outlived Kevin Nash's son. I mean, I'm just saying it's, it's and, a terrible I, loss, but it's a shocker. I, I'm pretty sure 
uh, Kevin Ash's son's dying wish was to see this channel hit at least 10,000 subscribers. Yes, it's my true. channel. No, yeah. I thought he wanted to see the pest come out of Cornette's deck on the grips. The one, two, three kid would later go on to split his taint years yes. later. Yeah, yeah, my he, God. He broke his asshole on the Bronco Buster. <laughs> yeah. only, only person phenomenal. The only oh. person in history to rape himself. Oh my god! I, thought, I think. Oh, oh god! I thought he I, didn't even know until he got back to his room and his tights were all full he, of he blood. He kept his tights on the entire oh. time, and then he almost bled out in his room. Oh <laughs> my god! How do you not know you like busted your taint open? Yeah. And yeah. Ah, yeah, how do you? And you party? know he's also he also injected meth by using toilet water. There you go. I've heard that story too. What? Yeah. Fuck Jenna Jameson. Though. The boss of WC. What about Jenna Jameson? Uh, six fucked her. Did he really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Back yeah no, that was China. Though. That was China. No, he fucked her too. Oh, yeah. And I, think he, I think he sucked her dick as well. Yeah, <laughs> that, that was my favorite. Uh, X Pac was when he was six in the NWO. That was I thought. That oh, was I thought you favorite. were gonna say when he was sucking China's dick. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly. my second favorite. Have any of you guys yeah, seen any of China's porn? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I love I love the one where she's dressed up as fucking a She-Hulk, but the size of her, she could just be the Hulk. <laughs> Dude, I've watched Caitlin Hatley porn, so. Whoa. And oh. uh and uh Sunny. You guys watch the Sunny stuff? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, that was disgusting. She looked yeah. like she should have been fucking fixing lawnmowers instead of sucking on the deek. I know, but I just kept trying to think of her as she was. Like I was like, if if someone told me back in like nineteen ninety-three, hey. In 30 years, you can see video of her banging dudes like hardcore. Yeah. Like, I would totally have done it. It's just, I wouldn't have expected her to look like my her third looks, grade bus driver. Her looks really didn't last all that long. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you do a whole bunch of drugs. Yeah. And booze that's, and it's weird. 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Her, her, look, her looks didn't last the 90s. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, they exactly. didn't. They really didn't. But she, yeah, she, she was uh, the definitely the first. Look at the first hot chick I ever uh, paid attention to in wrestling, and she also never wrestled, uh, which was great. Mm. Nah, Miss Elizabeth, she she just didn't she didn't seem very sexual to me, Miss Elizabeth. Can you blame her? Look, who her husband was. That's like, true. I want you to come watch Kumia's cooks with me. Yeah, <laughs> we got a super chat from Softcast. Ooh, uh, thank you very much for a two dollars Softcast. $2 because I'm watching you on two platforms. Yes, yeah. I noticed there's like a lot of TikTok chat activity. So thank you that. And it seems to be all Little Lemmy's uh, people. So thank you all for joining us today. I uh, I appreciate that. I hope you guys like this nonsense. Um, you cuck. You cucks. Uh, okay, this clip <laughs> is almost done. We're almost at the end. He's still, he was talking about uh, X-Pac or Six or One, Two, Three Kid, whatever you want to name him. And yeah. <laughs> See, when you hear anybody get passionate about a, a fake fighting industry thing like that, it's pathetic. Like, and Even if they're making good points, it's like, it's fake fighting. You have guys pretending to be sea creatures and zombies and fucking right. turtles. And you're going, yeah, this is good shit. It's like, no, it's rubbish. It's only good to get really stoned or to get drunk and go to the show and hackle until the security says, you know, you can't say the N-word at the show. And they go, kiss my face. <laughs> You're right, though. In the end of the at the end of the day, it's all ridiculousness. It's all just entertainment. It's all all entertainment is fake. So yeah. everyone, please and know that. 
Yeah, like, that will be like, if I ran into this room and i go, you guys are all a bunch of losers. I know more about Pixar than you ever will. So don't, <laughs> uh, don't you tell me how cartoons should be. Like It's like, okay. Yeah. Gucks. Dave, da- Dave Dallafor, thank you for the $5. Note to self, Chad will always suck. Well, now he's a good friend of mine. Hey. <laughs> What would Dean if uh, Tony Michaels was here right now? What would he say about uh, Chad Zumok? <laughs> he does a shitty show called Kill Me Is Kicks. Drive in, drive out, drive through. Drive in, yeah. drive out, drive through. <laughs> All right. Uh, so now we're going to get into a little bit about uh, Cornette explaining the first time he fought with Ru- Vince Russo. Uh, I guess they had been. Uh, All right, let me play that. Fought, yeah. You know Jim sc- Cornette fighting is so, just yelling yeah. a bunch of swear words. Yeah, and yeah. you always know Jim Cornette's line because all of his stories end with how he get the last word or how he outsmarted everyone. So it's like, yeah, well, it didn't happen then. Yeah, uh, every time you saw, like, obviously Jim Cornette doesn't yeah, I... seem like a guy who could really handle himself, like, if he had to fight any of these people. Just by seeing him, like, in the ring, like, he just seems like... Well, that was the thing about Cornette, like, he'd smash the, like, the back windscreen <laughs> of a car or whatever with a baseball bat to make people think he's insane right. so that they wouldn't fuck with him. They're like, this guy's insane, he'll smash the back window, but gotcha. he won't actually touch you, you know what I mean? He, just wants uh, he did slap uh, Santino Morello a few times. Well, that's yeah, true. but by the way, have you seen what Santino Morello's daughter looks like? Yeah, <laughs> I, I would, not. I would, I would let her give me AIDS. Really? If, yeah, oh my God, it's it's almost it's it's. Uh, I would be her cock anytime she wanted. <laughs> just think, no, I have not seen pictures of her. All right, let's play this. She's a hooah. That was over China's match. Allegedly. That one time we had take the that out, away and he went to Vince on me. It was now that against who? I don't remember. It doesn't matter because we had a Monday Night Raw, two hours long. There were eight matches. We did the production meeting, and six of the matches were going to end in disqualification. And I'm shaking my head already. This was a house show, so basically, what he's saying is he got the script for the show. And what was it? Out of eight matches, six of them were going to end in disqualification? Or was that I a think TV? He said, I think he said it was a Monday Night Raw. Uh, oh, but okay. I'm interested to see how this ends up in Vince Russo deserving to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, let me back up a little bit. Two hours long, there were eight matches. We okay. did the production meeting. It was for Raw. And six of the matches were going to end in disqualification. That's crazy. And I'm shaking my head already, right? So I'm one of the agents, and and whatever matches I had, and and not only raw matches, but we did other stuff that night. So I'm flittering around, and and by the way, I was never an agent for China for any of her matches because I was never an agent China. for Alvin Michaels and Helmsley because China. Vince already knew how Big I felt about them and after the huge calls. So I was relieved from having anything. It was always either Jack Lanza or Pat Patterson if it was a pay per view or whatever. So I never had to fucking work with that group as the agent, and I was happy with that. I was over with the guys that were more serious about the wrestling business and not being divas or prima donnas. But 
they cause one of the production assistants comes up because I've got the raw format and I'm working off of it. And if you get if there's any changes, you're supposed to be told. And is it, they've changed the finish? What? In the in trip in uh, China's match with one of the girls, it was a match with a girl. And what is it? No, because she was something happened. She was gonna lose. Hang on. There was gonna be some yeah. fucking business. I think she. This story's fake because China never wrestled. But while Russo was there, anyway. Is that true? Yeah. I don't know. I can't. Yeah, what do you mean? What are you talking about? She was at the Royal Rumble in 99. Yeah, but she didn't wrestle the, the women. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, she didn't. Not at that time. No, he did right. say involving one of the girls. Just like to point that out. Yeah, but he said it was a match, so it would have been... Mm. It sounded like it was against a female wrestler. Who were even the female wrestlers? Sable. Charlie Conn. Jackie, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. I see that Jackie. I remember her. I'd like to give her a kiss at the movies, if you know what I'm saying. You would hate her. He's gonna lose it. Sure. Fuck. They Jack changed it to a DQ. I said, "What? Yeah, Triple H went in and talked to Russo." <laughs> oh God damn it! So I go and I find Russo in the hallway. I said, "Vince." I said, you just made another one a DQ. Now we've got seven DQs out of eight matches on this program. And it wasn't even who was in it. It was just the idea of that's ridiculous, right? It's just garbage, garbage, lazy booking. And he looked at me when I said, we've got seven out of eight DQs now. Are we? Do we need to do this? He said, DQ, shmeq, nobody cares, and turned around like he was going to walk off from me. <laughs> that is I swear that's, all. that's pretty funny. That's great, and i got to give it to Vince, I and I know OJ's got to defend uh, Cornette here and stuff, but I don't remember you know any fucking Raw matches or SmackDown matches or whatever. Who gives a shit? You watch yeah. the Raw or SmackDown to like develop the story. I'm with. I'm totally. With As you. a fan yes. back then, I would have been disappointed in seeing seven DQs out of eight matches. I, I never, I never really noticed the results of of the matches because exactly. I was too busy. Fucking. Cause well, I always I used to watch it always when I was uh, jacking off. Yeah, jerking it. It sounds like we grew up in two different wrestling eras. I grew up. Well, well you grew up. You grew up was during more uh, integration yeah. with with the black people. So right. <laughs> that's because you're a cook, brother. You're over there cooking it up for the headlocks and the stuff, all that shit, brother. You're a cook. So you remember gorgeous George and shit like that? I get it. You know what I mean? It was much well, more pure back then. Gorgeous but... George, I, you know, Texas wrestling. You know, it was the psychology again. The psychology of wrestling started changing in the nineties. And uh, it's just, and it became and that's why it sucks now. I mean, yeah. that's why wrestling is horrible now because uh, the ma it was like magic, you know. Once you well, figured I, out I'm, magic wasn't real, it kind of just... yeah. Once the toothpaste out of the tube, I, I agree with that. It, it's fucking garbage now, but you still get little pieces of magic. Like I think Roman Reigns is fucking great right now, um, and everything going along on with the Bloodline, I think, is entertaining stuff. But you know, you catch lightning in a bottle every now and then. But other than that, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I kind of had a clue when I was a kid that it kind of was maybe fake when The Undertaker was supposed to be a zombie. <laughs> right. I was I never, thought, I, I just got to make that point too. I was never, WWF was the last promotion I liked. I did not, I, personally, I never liked the sports entertainment aspect of the business. Cuck. Or The Undertaker versus The Undertaker. That was, 
pretty. Uh, You're <laughs> I'm so glad everyone stayed quiet. We got it. We got it. We got it. <laughs> One, I know. That's I'm what I was just about to say. I'm so glad everyone stayed quiet. I was going to say hour 19. I like that. Thank that you for that. Right. That was great. Thank you for that. And thank you for everyone else for remaining quiet. That was great. Seven DQs out of eight matches on this program. So uh, and it wasn't even- I do. So at first, when you hear. Listen, if you were going to a wrestling event and someone told you, hey, seven out of the eight matches are going to end in a DQ, you'd probably go, ah, that kind of sucks. But I'm kind of with you guys. I don't give a shit what the outcome of the match is normally. I don't remember most of them. And uh, you're right. Like, Monday Night Raw is just supposed to. I could give you uh, a witness testimony to that. I went to a WCW Thunder uh, here in Cleveland. And they had a DQ the last match. And the fans were so pissed. They bombed the ring with beer (laughs) and stuttering john ran into the ring with his mouth open (laughs) well that's i I went to a show a big show here in australia a few years back and um i went there just because the undertaker was on the card and i was like i gotta see the undertaker before he retires i couldn't tell you the finish of any match on that card i don't even remember if the undertaker won that i'm pretty sure he did he he was (laughs) triple h I'm pretty sure he won, but I don't fucking remember. Who gives a yeah. shit? It's about well, the that's spectacle. the problem. It's it's gone to sports entertainment. Back in the day, it was it was it was uh, promoted as a sport. You, you know, kids and your flippity flips. It's still real to me. Nah, damn it's, it! It's not real to me anymore. All right, let's keep going. Even who was in it? It was just the idea of that's ridiculous, right? It's just garbage, garbage, lazy booking. And he looked at me when I said, we've got seven out of eight DQs now. Are we, do we need to do this? He said, DQ, shmeq, nobody cares. And turned around like he was going to walk off from me. <laughs> that is I swear hysterical. that's a quote. I swear it's a quote. And now see, here's the thing. I had gone over to him in the corner in the hall in the arena People are walking around, but we're having a quiet discussion. Well, I said, we got seven DQs. And it's loudly and with a look on his face and like he knows something about wrestling that I don't, which is goddamn ridiculous. And this DQ shmeq, nobody cares and starts to walk away. And that's when I said, well, I tell you what, motherfucker, you're going to care in about a year, year and a half when you're back running a fucking video store because you put this whole place out of business. And all the boys heard that. And instead of coming back and getting in my face and asking me if I wanted to say anything further, or could we settle this, or do we need to go out in the parking lot, or I'm sorry, or boo to a goose or anything, he just puts his fucking tail between his legs and slinks off down the hallway and goes to Vince's office and says, Vince, Cornette was yelling at me and talking to me down, talking down to me in front of the boys. So then Vince goes and gets Jr. Says Jr. Go find out why Cornette's talking down to Vince Russo and yelling at him in front of the boys. So Jr. A few minutes later comes up to me. What are you doing talking and yelling at Vince Russo in front of the boys? I said I'll tell you exactly what happened, and I told him exactly what was said and and everything I just said to you. I said. We were talking quiet. He decides to bow up at me. I'm not going to fucking take it. He's a piece of shit. If he's got anything to say to me, he can say, to, say it to me personally. But that's why it happened, and I'm not apologizing to anybody. 
And JR goes back and tells Vince McMahon, yeah, Cornette was fucking registering uh, his consternation that we had seven DQs on the program, and Vince got loud and Cornette got louder. And Vince McMahon believed that, and that was the last I heard of it. Uh, but it like fucking DQ, shmeq, nobody cared. And by the way, <laughs> I was off by nine months. Nine months. And Vince, because it, 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 I said in a year and a half or two years or whatever, and it was two years and like nine months, Vince Russo was back running a video store in Atlanta after he had put WCW out of business. Anyway. All right. And he was also right. off by the wrong company. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was what I was going to point out. Uh, WWE went public, uh, like, <laughs> uh, you know, two years later and, um, yeah, became a multi-billion dollar company. Uh, but, yeah, and Vince uh, ended up going to TNA and having another great run with TNA. Uh, but great run. what's great about it, OJ, do you not – That's a stretch. What? The, the, the TNA run, they got to a point where they had 2 million viewers – when Kurt Angle went there and stuff, and Vince was the the head booker at the time, so no nah, bullshit. He did all right in TNA. Mm. Um, but OJ, listening to Jim Cornette there, you, you don't see any parallels with Stuttering John. I said this, and then I, I said see this, more and then parallels this with agreed. Vince Russo and Stuttering John. But no, but just listening, two guys to that should have never been in the business that they were in, both working for players that were at the top of the business stuttering john with stern russo with mcmahon neither one really they got the bigger breaks than they should have had uh stuttering john goes to leno russo goes to tna and wc and they never and that's it and then they're two guys i'm just just talking about the words the words we just heard oj Jim Cornette sitting there going, I said this, I said this, and then then this, and then then he agreed with me, and then then he went and said this, and everyone agreed with me, and we're all happy, and you know that's fucking starring John to a T. Yeah, but no, you can't compare the two. Cornette, whether you like him or not, he's a really intelligent guy, and Stuttering John is. I want to break something to you, AJ. Whether you like Stuttering John and Vince Russo or not, they achieved a lot. In, oh yeah, I'm not denying. You know that. what I mean? Like you can't like just dismiss what what they did. Um, well, Vince Russo wrote like that. That entire Stone Cold run, the 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 Austin McMahon feud. Uh, he didn't the write the, the wrestling matches. And he didn't write you know the way the Stone Cold was presenting himself. He, he came up with some ideas. Okay, he had a beer truck come out. A lot of his ideas were stolen from ECW. Oh, the I'm just out of, uh, yeah, you can't convince me that the guy was a great writer. It was trash. It was crash TV. But then uh, Jim Cornette's the guy who wanted to make uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles tag team. And I got to really point him? this out, too. I got to point this out, too. Like Stuttering John didn't understand co- the comedy business and doesn't understand the comedy business. Vince Russo doesn't understand the wrestling business. He's admitted that he doesn't want it. He doesn't want to know the psychology. He never wanted to know how the matches went. He just wanted to write stupid skits. That's it. So what, but what did you think about Jim Cornette's match with the Ninja Turtle? Seriously. I mean, yeah, now not a fan. No, but Cornette's a genius though. Isn't he? Yeah. I mean, dude, you could point to <laughs> one thing out of a million things with anybody. 
This was had, okay. This one, you, you want to dismiss you want to dismiss this. <laughs> you you want to dismiss this entire period well, that Vince Russo was writing. That was like such a highly rated, popular period in wrestling. You want to dismiss it, but then <laughs> I point out something that Jim Cornette did, which is embarrassing. This is, this is embarrassing. Yeah, but and, no, and, in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Jim Cornette wrestled a turtle. He did. Sure, that's fine. I mean, dude, he booked it. He booked it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not dismissing it. You know, you one Jim, or two. Uh, Vince Russo didn't book this. He didn't book turtles. I had no idea Jim Cornette had anything to do with this. Yeah, no, and, not and specifically this. I don't know if this was Cornette, but in Smoky Mountain Wrestling, Jim Cornette wrestled a turtle. He did. Yeah, and uh, uh, Jim Cornette wanted to have uh, Batista be like a, a sea creature. Yeah, character. I actually thought of that earlier. When so oh, really? Batista would have to would have to walk out, get in this like giant tub in front of the fans, and then climb out of the water again, sure, pretend sure. as if he lived in the water. Like <laughs> when, you, when you when you talk about the two's bodies of work, sure <laughs> you can point so to dumb. a few things here and there with Cor- that Cornette did that were like head scratching, but you look at Vince Russo's entire career and it's basically the Ninja Turtles wrestling somebody. Yeah, but at the end no, of the day, Russo's never... You're just missing everything Russo did. That's You can't just. No, I'm not. What, what did he do? What did Survivor, he do? Survivor he Series... Skits. The Rock? Survivor Series 98. Go to the Survivor Series 98, oh. the Deadly Game Tournament, where The Rock wins the world title. Vince Russo was responsible for all of that. That is a phenomenal pay-per-view. Um, beautifully put together, and and then the whole Austin McMahon feud, the whole Rockman oh, kind feud, on. the whole that was all Steve Austin. Uh, yeah, it was all they Austin. He came up. He came up with Steve it all. Austin would have taken off in the WWF without Vince Russo there. Hold on one second. I think we have a call. Call caller. Uh, you're on the Bring air. On. What's up? How you doing, B Dabbler? Oh, hey, how's it going, Jake? You're not getting any super chats, champ. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to add to this? Hey, uh, hey, hey uh, um, I just want to say, you know, uh, by the way, what's up, Hughesley? How are you doing? See ya. Yeah, Hughesley. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I can't say your name, but, you know, why didn't you bring me in the conversation when we're talking about Vince Russo? Because you uh, don't I'm bringing know you in right now. What do you want to say? You're in. By the way, I... Are we going to talk about the uh, World Wrestling All Stars that hey, uh, what's... that won against Russo? No. Hey, Jake, what's your favorite Red Hot Chili Pepper song? Yes, I was going to say that. <laughs> Someone needs to do a version of the hey. Chili Pepper song with Jake. Going by the way, yeah. Uh, um, they wanted they wanted uh, Vince to come and work in Australia, but he couldn't, so he sent uh, his uh, butt buddy, Mister Jeremy Borash. Who now works for WWE? Okay, thanks for your call, Jake. See ya. <laughs> I appreciate that, Damn Jake. It. Thank you. All right, Jake yeah. calling in. Jake uh, adding his two cents in the uh, Russo argument. I guess. Yeah, it, two two cents that somebody had the fucking <laughs> super chat to him. So, uh, all right. So after multiple incidents of butting heads with Russo, as well as a fight. A uh, major fight with Kevin Dunn where Cornette threatened to physically assault him in front of everyone. Jim Cornette was removed from the booking committee in 1997 and he eventually was sent away to OVW, which was the WWE's then farming system for new talent. And like you said, uh, he has been, uh, he trained uh, or helped train uh, John Cena, Batista and Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar. 
during Michelle his Benjamin time. Michelle Benjamin Edfield. Yeah. yeah, but but uh, you know those are probably the the yeah. most popular names. Uh, Russo would be promoted to head writer with Vince McMahon being the only one with veto power on his writing. That's interesting. So what was Kevin Dunn back then? Because I know now, like, has Kevin Dunn has always kind of been Vince McMahon's, like, right-hand man, right? Yeah, or am I wrong on that? He's the production. He's yeah. the guy's in uh, charge of the production. Production. Okay. He has nothing to do with booking. No, he, he'd be, like, the guy that came no, up with all those video. incredible yeah. shots for Ray DeVito's rap video. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, like, when AJ Styles debuts in the Royal Rumble and as his music hits and his the thing comes on the Titantron, Kevin Dunn hits Roman Reigns' face because that's what everyone needed at that time. Sure. Yeah. All right, so uh, this next clip is Russo <laughs> explaining why Cornette hates him so much. Um, context for his more laid-back bro personality. Bro. Bro. Yeah, bro, I just want to clarify one thing, Chris, please, because, like, bro, clarify. not have any heat with Jim Cornette. It is, does not it, have it is 100% one percent one. I just want to make I am too old, bro, to have heat with anybody. I bro. don't like you for clear old, bro. Oh, you're really gonna find me. Bless, Bless you. you. The bat. Please hit Thank your you. cough button. One of the <laughs> issues Jim Cornette had with me, bro. Cut I'm that out. With you, bro. Where I'm from, I'm a New uh, Yorker. I'm a bro, New Yorker. Hate, hate, Eight. Yeah, this pisses me off. Yorker. He's like the Geico uh, gecko. This is New York. Yeah. yeah, this pisses me off about Vince. Uh, this and Italians in general. Yes, like they all do it. Like, <laughs> They're all gross. I'm from New York, bro. I, cool. I'm honest, bro. Right. Like, you know, no, you're a dick. Yeah, I think that also adds to me. I don't want to say hatred, but me disliking him so much is that vocabulary I, I just i can't stand it it's a very it, annoying vince is i i do think vince is entertaining i've listened to a bunch of vince uh and he's a genuinely nice guy he really is i i um, agree with you i totally agree i used to watch some of his shows he was he uh him surely the bs show actually yeah. started it on uh, vince uh, Russo's network wouldn't it be funny if he said cuck instead of bro yeah, he would have been way ahead of his time. The problem with Jim Cornette, cuck, is that I'm a New Yorker, cuck. So, yeah, all you fans out there of the BS show with uh, Shuli and Levy, that actually did start on Vince Russo's network. It did. That's true. Oh, we got a super sticker from uh, the St. David Chandler. Oh, wow. Thank you very what? much, David Chandler, for a $50 super sticker. So, what's that? 24. Stop. Stop doing math. <laughs> It's not needed. Hates them so off the bat. I represent something he despises. <laughs> wow. Yeah, On someone that doesn't that, let other people you know, bang his wife. I, I wasn't in the business for forty years before I came head writer. I I took a different road, and he really, really despises that. On top of that, I'm more. I need to look into that. Orientated. Yeah. He really despises that. It's all right. I believe it. I've just listened. Obviously, like, you, I've listened to a lot of Jim Cornette, and I've never heard him admit to it, but I need to hear well, him admit to that. He he didn't explicitly say, I watch other men fuck my wife, but he said <laughs> he, he these allegations came out about what him and his wife were up to, and then he said, my wife and I like to have our fun. 
mm. in like you know. Oh, da, da. So he never right. denied it. He never okay. denied it. I think you know I do remember something along those lines. Now that you're saying it that way, yeah. Something about yeah, yeah. a hot tub. That's what yeah, I it's exactly the hot tub. And also, all right. People that are familiar with OVW, yeah. I don't, you, you know the saying "ugly as sin." Yes, that's S Y double N. <laughs> oh boy! Thank you. Which, okay. for those of you who don't know, that's Jim Cornette's wife's wrestling name when she was a wrestler. Yeah, she is rough. <laughs> that's, that's a harsh-looking woman. Good yeah. She looks that's like cool. she knows a lot about bowling. OJ, pull up a picture. Oh, like it's all. <laughs> It's all wrestling, you know, related. You know, Chris, it's very funny because here's the difference, I think, between me and Jim Cornette. Bro, when you look at my wrestling background, when you look at your wrestling background, anybody's wrestling background, what is it all based on? Where you grew up. Mm -hmm. I grew up on the WWF. That's what I grew up on. So that's what I saw. Jim Cornette, you know, grew up in, you know, in, in, in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Eric Bischoff was in Minnesota. Kentucky. Was in Texas. <laughs> Jerry Jarrett was in, was in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. And, bro, that's how I always looked at it. Because, bro, all those people I mentioned. By the way. I've been. <laughs> well, who said, does this, yeah, there we go. I love Guns N' Roses, don't you? <laughs> Look at that. She's such a whore. She's even fingering herself in the photograph. <laughs> She's a flat so too. Look at Holy that. shit. Yeah. yeah. That looks like Mike Bichetti doing a Ray DeVito sketch. That's really his wife? Yeah. yeah. And that's the fist that she sits on. Oh my God. <laughs> that shocking. Yeah. All right, so uh, Vince Russo eventually left WWE for WCW in 1999 uh, when he was offered more money in the head writer position. Russo, without anyone to punch up or fine-tune his writing the way he had in WWF, is uh, often remembered during this time for his over-the-top shoot storylines with frequent championship changes and swerve endings. Would you agree with Kinky Loco's assessment on that, gentlemen? I would. Yeah, that's fair. It's a fair assessment. He remained until 2001 when WCW was bought out and his uh, contract was terminated. He would ultimately end up in TNA wrestling in 2002 as a creative writer. He would be fired from this position in November of 2004. Uh, In May 2005, Cornette got into a physical altercation with then trainee Santino Morello at uh, OVW, which you had... uh, Someone had uh, mentioned earlier, Santino had laughed during a live taping during a segment where he was supposed to look frightening, which in Cornette's mind ruined the show and made a mockery of the company. It is said Jim slapped Santino over a dozen times with Santino refusing to fight back and bystanders having to pull him, uh, pull Jim away. He was immediately fired by WWF after this happened, Jim Cornette. I gotta Uh, say, uh, I don't think he was slapped 12 times. Yeah, there's... I think it was paintbrush, yeah. just maybe two or three times. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was over, again, a ridiculous gimmick. The WWF invested in this older guy. He went by the boogeyman, and he would eat worms, mm-hmm. and he was a ridiculous character. But the, the the talent that was learning at OVW, they were scattered in the crowd. They were supposed to act scared. Santino's new there with his kid. He didn't realize what, you know, he was supposed to – Run oh, interesting. Guy. Yeah. And Cornette yeah. took offense to that. 
and yeah, it was kind of ridiculous at the and end of the day. But uh, awkwardly, that kid grew up to be one of the hottest hooers online. <laughs> <laughs> but also, Santino Morella, Morella could uh, just twist Jim Cornette into a pretzel, like oh, absolutely. Uh, to tremendous restraint from him to actually just take the slap or two that he got. Um, and yeah, Bert's a great, Bert's a great. Thank you for two dollars. Drink every time Russo says, Bro, we will be hammered right. drunk. Yeah, yeah, Bert's. If you want to see somebody do that, uh, check out, uh, what was it called? Mud Shark Loves Company last night. On uh, he, he did that without even having to hear Russo say, bro, uh, Zumok was ossified. Absolutely was. Uh, the next year, Jim Cornette was hired as an on-air figurehead character by TNA. Cornette stated uh, part of the reason he accepted the job was because he knew Russo had already been fired, so he didn't have uh, to worry about him ever working there again. To his dismay, however, Russo was rehired just a few months after Cornette started, which brings us to clip number five. Unless you guys have anything to say about what I just said, which was what Kinky Roco, uh, Kinky Loco no. wrote. Which again, Kinky Loco, thank you for this bit. No, and, and no, that all sounds work. correct. And this is where the the feud actually heats up, is in TNA. <laughs> I'm sitting at home one day and Dutch yes. calls me, right? And it was September and Dutch calls me. And he, I, Dutch is the guy with the big Dutch mustache. Rantel. Yeah, yeah Dutch uh, what was it? Zeb Coulter, I think he was. He was the Jack Swagger's Jack Swagger. Yeah, they did that like WWE. conservative angle. We the people. Yeah. We the yeah. people. Do you have, Give sorry. Some changes. Yes. Do you, uh, I would love to say I've seen it a million times, but the uh, where Jim Cornette's drinking Sprite and he's uh, in, he's like, "Fuck you, Vince Russo," and he just—I'd uh, love to play that clip because it's pretty unhinged. But carry on. OJ, can you find that clip? Because I don't think that clip is a part of this. Yeah, I'll try to find it. I believe I know what he's talking. About. I think it's from the because uh, the Sprite uh, was like one of the first shoot interviews Cornette did. If I exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, just, just reminded me. Sorry, if you do. Uh, I mean, we're already going along, so maybe I can't do Dutch, but you can imagine. Jimmy made some changes in the in the creative team. I said, okay. I said we fired everybody but me and and Jeff. I said, well, there, there's a start for you. That's good because Jeff is Jeff Jarrett. I'm yeah. not knocking anybody else that was involved with it, but when you got a bunch of room full of people, you got a room full. It's a tower of Babel. It's just everybody mm -hmm. in there, right? You need a guy and the guy helping the guy, and that's what you need to book wrestling. He said, we hired one guy. I said, who's that? He said, Vince Russo. And <laughs> see this face, please. <laughs> hey, my friend has that shirt. I actually did this accidentally. I can't do it again. The same friend who told me about the titty band has that mm. shirt. All right, you you know, your goal of mentions. What, what, yes. I said, what? <laughs> we hit the goal. The re one of the reasons why I had agreed to come to work for the company was I thought that I was safe because he'd already been there and been fired. And I, so I thought, okay, we've got past that. And I'll, you know, and I was, I was dumbfounded, actually speechless, Jim Cornette for a minute. And he said, well, and I can't remember what he said. Cause I was, I was in shock. I was like PTSD was, and I said, tell, tell Jeff to call me. Right. So Jeff and Jeff don't call you very often. I've worked for him for three years. I think he called me on the phone like five times. We'd see each other, but you know, he doesn't call. What was it? He comment. Me sure. that day or the next day. Yes. This is one of the, I don't know that Cornette ever has, 
but this uh, is one of the most insane things. Read that it. People that people hate Russo for. Doesn't Cornette blame Russo for Owen's death? So Owen Hart uh, plummeted, what, 80 feet to his death uh, yes. over the edge, 99. Uh, yeah, Russo wrote that. Uh, that's true. People that actually suggest that Vince Russo killed Owen Hart is the most embarrassing suggestion. Like, of all the things that you want to hate Vince Russo for, you can't blame him for that. Right. Like, I agree. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. That's an accident. It could happen to anyone. Anyone could have, you know, Owen agreed to do it, you know. And here, I'll defend Russo here. The, the company that uh, was doing this, um, whatever you want to call stunt, they had worked with WCW in the past yeah. where Sting would repel down. And um, so, yeah, I mean, nobody could predict. So WCW killed Owen Hart. Yeah. It was and an Vince inside Russo job. killed WCW. So, all right. Vince did kill Owen Hart. My bad. Uh, Sorry. Fun I fact, I, I made a troll video um, and I titled it uh, Owen Hart's Death because I thought it would be Owen Hart was a, if anybody that knew Owen Hart, he was a prankster. So I thought yeah. in my twisted mind, he, he'd think it was funny. I took video of, uh, they had a, they had a fake dummy sting fall from the, the Raptors. And, um, I added, I dubbed in Jr. announcing Owen's death. I know it's pretty you sick. Monster. It had like six million views at one point. Fucking phenomenal. You disgust me. <laughs> pretty funny. That's great. I'm sorry. That's phenomenal. Is that video still up? Um, other people have copied it and put it on other channels. I, it, it's out there somewhere. I know it is. Do you still have it? Because, or well, send me a link. I want to say that. That's funny. I'll try to find it. I'm yeah. watching. The little pond in my neighbor's backyard. Here, his big black dog's jumping around in the pond. Oh, dog! Thank so God. What are you doing? I said I'm watching this dog jump around in this pond. Thank God, he said big black dog. What you're doing. <laughs> his wife He's was taking well, that. Allegedly. We'll keep an eye on him. He's got different ideas. I said, Yeah, sure. He has different ideas. All right. I said, this ain't going to be good for business. I'm going to save Jake's phone number so I know it's him when he calls now. You know, and Jeff had, (laughs) he's almost got Jerry's silver tongue. You know, Jerry could say the glass is on your own face, as Teeny used to say. Um, So I said, we'll we'll talk about it when when I get down there. That background is the same color as Kevin Brennan's face. (laughs) (laughs) What I like about Cornette, and it's something that Melton's got as well, uh, they could talk for ages without really actually saying anything, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause Cornet was just kind of going on, giving you details of the story, just keeping you engaged. And like I say, it's good. There's, there's people that are really good at that. And Cornet's one of them. Patrick Melton's really good of it. Good at it. But Melton can go an hour and not tell you anything. It's amazing. <laughs> like, it is. It is a talent. It's an absolute yeah. talent. All right, let's move on. Uh, Cornette would later be asked to become an agent, someone who works directly with the wrestlers to help plan the matches, which led to him dealing with Russo more regularly and eventually leading to them butting heads in promotion meetings again. He was eventually released in September 2009 for not being 100% behind the creative team. What say you guys? Does that sound... Yeah, but that's that's just yeah, Cornette Oops. being stuck in the past. Like, did you know he still watches stuff on VHS? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, like he's so he, he never evolved. He's the exact same haircut from the seventies. Like it's he hates modern technology, which is why I find it amazing that he's embraced the YouTube as much as he has. Yeah, well, I mean, he, 
he refuses to do video and there's so many things he refuses to do. It's like, you're costing yourself money. Now, granted, he's probably making more than enough and it's fine, but the money he could be making, like he could be making ridiculous money. If he'd be doing live streams. Yeah. You're right. He doesn't do any video. But I think he's making a killing. Regardless, he does. He does like scheduled cameo bookings, where it's like we're going to do 150 cameos, and they sell out in like fucking an hour. Wow! You know, and then he just does those cameos, sends them out, and like he makes fucking five grand or whatever in one hit just from doing a bunch of cameos. Like he's doing fine, but yeah, God, he could be making so much more money. But. Uh, I said, Dixie, well, we just don't believe you're 100%. If you can't be 100 we want to hit a home run, and we're swinging for the fences. And if, if you don't truly believe in it, then you can't do your best. I said, I can't do my best job. I said, I drive from fucking Louisville. I'm never late. I'm the first one there. I'm one of the last ones to leave. Dutch rides with me. Both of us were one of the last ones to leave. I've never no-showed, never shown up in the condition not to perform, Always done my best, sweated my fucking ass off. You think I'm not 100% behind this shit? That was insulting that she would think that I would do less than my best just because I think that the guy writing the show is an idiot. No, I had to do better than my best to make up for the fact that the guy writing the show is an idiot. <laughs> and I said, so so basically, Russo has said that I'm fucking with his shit and you need to, oh, no, this has nothing to do with Vince. Please, seriously? And she expected me to believe this. So anyway, I said, all right, Dixie, I guess we're going to agree to disagree then. Thank you very much. And I'll see you down the road or whatever in the funny papers, whatever the fuck. We left it on it that I wasn't going to knock them and they weren't going to knock me and everybody's happy, happy. And, you know, I just, I disbelief at that point. But then the next day I read <laughs> the, on the internet from the sun in England, Jim Cornette dismissed from TNA, do you remember this, for blowing up and screaming at Vince Russo and acting unprofessionally, and why are you pushing Eric Young and all this other st stuff that was in the production meeting that we were that was, that was supposed, supposed to be to it. Yeah. yeah, only it didn't happen that way. As I called Terry Taylor, I said, what the fuck is this? Well, yeah, we've got a leak somewhere, and I wish I knew where. I said, let leak, Terry. Jesus Christ, you were in the meeting. A, this shit didn't happen. I didn't scream at him. B, I didn't go into business for myself. You guys said, okay, we'll change it. You know what he said? This is his exact quote of what he said to me. Jim, it's just that you're so aggressive sometimes, people don't want to agree with you or don't want to disagree with you. I said, but you still agreed with me. I didn't go into business for myself. I didn't change anything. I didn't scream at anybody. I didn't motherfuck anybody. And we went on and, and now he's had the chance to go in and say, because what happened was Russo with nobody else to talk to Dixie that had any sense, was able to tell her Cornette's changing my shit. If only my, you know, brilliant thoughts were be able to be able to hit the screen un uncompromised, then then we'd be in a better shape than we are now, which is up shit creek without a fucking paddle. So uh, after, yeah, yeah, what'd you want to say? No, I just want to say, like, cause, and again, OJ's going to disagree with me, but Cornette, I do agree he has a good wrestling mind and he was a part of some great stuff in WCW and Jim Crockett promotions with like um, Starcade, uh, the Midnight Express, all that stuff was great. But Jim Cornette as a booker, uh, as writing the show, has never has has never hit any heights. And I hate when people talk about jealousy, like this person's jealous of me because they, you know, they hate me because they're jealous of me. But it, this is an instance... I think Jim is genuinely jealous 
that Vince was able to be the head writer of a period of time that just wrestling blew up. And same with Bischoff. He's got the same bitterness towards Bischoff. Wrestling. There was a room of guys that were writers. Vince, (laughs) Jim Cornette, before Russo was there, it was Vince McMahon, Jim Cornette, and uh, Pat, Pat Patterson. There's a couple guys in the room going to, Vince's yeah. pool and writing. When Vince, when Vince Russo took over as head writer, and Jim Cornette said this, it was Vince Russo, Jim Cornette, and Vince McMahon. It was right. three people. Sure. And Vince Russo had Vince McMahon's ear, and Vince McMahon was going with Vince Russo's ideas. Jim Cornette was on the writing team when it was fucking Manta and fucking... Um, hey, Manta uh, was cool. The, the big... booger guy. What's the fucking booger guy? Bastion, Bastion booger. booger. Yeah, like cool. all that stuff. Can't Jim Cornette was on the Richard writing team. That, that wasn't his writing. Yeah, but Jim Cornette was on the writing team at that point. And he like, was shitting on that too. Yeah, he shits on it, but he was a part of it. And this is the thing. Jim Cornette never wrote anything that exploded ratings worldwide. Well, by that, Eric by Bischoff what you're saying, and he could Vince say Russo that's a whole attitude that. era too then. He was part of that team until he wasn't. So... Yeah, and he wasn't when it was getting its most popular. That's the point. He got banished. He got banished. Again, I mean, there's it was so, at there's, its most popular. Again, for me, Vince, there would be no if there was no ECW. Vince Russo would have been nothing. He stole the whole ECW concept and made the Attitude Era. That's all that was. If we're gonna be real about how great of a writer, you, Vince you Russo have a bite. You have really a bite. You have a biased view of Vince Russo, and I, I'm not. No, I'm I don't. Not big... I, I told you I like the guy. I just prefer. And, and when it comes to the professional wrestling business, I know I, there's not much that he did that I appreciated. You ugly. <laughs> I, I, I just find that crazy. Like I got into wrestling when Vince Russo was the head writer. The Rock, Stone Cold, Mankind, Triple H, The Undertaker. That whole period, '98 into '99. Uh, that was compelling television, and Vince Russo was the head writer. Gentlemen, uh, you, can't, you can't take that away from him. I think well, I can because the NWO and Hulk Hogan, the biggest star in wrestling history, was the reason why the whole Attitude Era took off, and the whole reason why WWF had to change directions because they're getting squashed. Yeah, they had to change direction, and they put Vince Russo in charge of their writing team. Sorry, Mister Horrible. Oh no, I think this is great. I'm hey, glad. Fuck him. No. I, you and I you and I argue a little bit and I enjoy that. Um, yeah, well, no. it wouldn't be fun if we were agreeing with everything, would it? I mean, I agree. of course. No, that's and when I heard you the other day, I knew you were in Jim Cornette's corner. I knew it. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to bring a Vince Russo slant to this. I love Jim Cornette. That's beautiful. I think he's entertaining as fuck, but I can right. debate. I, I can debate this shit. It's safe to say that at the time these two were kind of perfect. Like for everything, um, because mm. I didn't know like Jim yeah. Cornette kind of takes credit for uh, coming up with the ending of the uh, Montreal screw job, and so does Vince, and so does Vince. Vince Russo does well, as well. Well, yep. that's not true, but because they uh, Cornette did pitch an idea uh, that didn't get used, where he says, "But what if uh, <laughs> Shawn Michaels runs into the ring and cream pies Brad Hart's wife?" <laughs> <laughs> and then Vince was like, "No, goddammit, you're a cock." What the fuck, Corny? Hey, Ru- so Russo and fuck each other. <laughs> Russo and Cornette have both said they pitched the Montreal screw job to Vince, but the other one was out of the room at the time. That's so, hilarious. 
when Cornette pitched that Vince Russo was out of the room, when Russo pitched that Cornette was out of the room, they both like Which, it's it's ridiculous. I gotta mention this again. I'm sorry for promoting my own stuff. I really never do this, but I have a wrestling. I, I made uh, fake wrestling interviews, and one of the <laughs> I, I re-edited re-edited the audio to make it sound like Bret Hart was trashing Jim Cornette, and it's oh, apparently brilliant. it was so believable. Cornette believed it and talked about it on his show. <laughs> oh, Send me awesome. that too. That's yeah, we awesome. Have, and we have Al, to find the episode where Cornette talks about it. Yeah, Al believe what would Kevin Brennan say about Jim Cornette's private life? He would say, uh, Jim Cornette's private uh, private life, he's a fucking idiot. He's a fucking <laughs> cock. I can't he's believe a, how much he loves to be cocked. He's a cock. He's a cock. Cuck. Fucking Chad. Fucking Chad. I'm trying to... I gotta work on my like, you know, my solo Brennan, like when he's not so like yeah. animated. That that part of the impersonation is hard. I look forward to when Carl covers Tony Michaels again, and then maybe I can get an appearance on WATP. Well, does he know it's you? You have to let him know. Yeah, he, he knows it's. Me. Oh, okay. So yeah. I posted in the chat a link to the channel that I would. I mean, it's all fake wrestling. I thought it would be a funny take to take a fake business and. Like you know, put that spin on it, make it a fake interview. So I interview, you know, sometimes you hear my voice interviewing someone. It's not a real interview. I'm just taking other clips of stuff. So kind of like this show. There you go. A good question by a crusher in the comments. If you had to pick Brad Hart's wife for Cornette's wife in the 69, <laughs> Brad Hart's first wife was great before she ruined her body having children. Yeah, I'd agree <laughs> I agree. I, I want to ask who's on top in the 69. Jesus. Before I answer if, this question, if, yeah, if Cornette's wife's on top, then uh, <laughs> it's game over. Then uh, R.I.P. Yeah, and the smell, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> All right, we only have two uh, clips left, and then we're gonna be done for today. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, Kinky Local wrote, it was after this firing that Cornette began to publicly insult Russo during any and all interviews, often cutting extremely personal and vindictive promos on him. In March of 2010, he sent an email to a member of TNA management that contained the lines, I want Vince Russo to die. If I could figure out a way to murder him without going to prison, I would consider it the greatest accomplishment of my life. This led to TNA forwarding the email to their lawyers. Yes, Sorry, a lot of people think Jim Cornette's funny. And like most of Jim Cornette's comedy is jokes that he heard in the 70s and read in a joke book. Sure. That is fucking hilarious. That email that he wrote is fucking brilliant. This led TNA uh, led to TNA forwarding the email to their lawyers who informed Cornette they considered the email to be a terroristic threat and that any further threats to contact... (laughs) Uh, Vince Russo or any other TNA personnel directly or indirectly shall be viewed as acts in in uh, furtherance of such threats and shall be pursued and prosecuted accordingly. Quote. Outside of... Oh, sorry. So, Cornette's one of these guys who, from the 80s and and 90s, got away with a lot of that sort of stuff of of physically attacking people who then couldn't do anything about it because their job would be at risk. Sure, but but now he's not in that position, so he can't just threaten people. If you don't fuck my wife, you're fired. <laughs> Outside of the occasional questions asked during interviews and podcasts about the subject, 
the two mostly just lived their lives and do did not directly interact with each other. And that changed in 2017 when Cornette cut a promo challenging Russo to a physical fight. So here we go. This is Vince uh, or Jim Cornette challenging Vince Russo. Classic to a fight. Just before you play this, because uh, yes. I I vividly remember this. I remember where I was when I heard this. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. So <laughs> it's great. Um, oh fuck! I've lost my train of thought. Just play it. <laughs> fuck. Okay. I'm not a man unless I will say these things to his face. Like we can somehow debate this out and all walk off and be friends into the sunset. Well, he said anytime, anywhere. Well, Vince, I got an offer for you, Vince Russo, and I want all your little stooges to listen real close, and I want them to tell you. I want them to play this for you because I want you to hear it. You say you want to meet me face to face, and you want me to say all these things to you, in person instead of behind your back. Well, we ain't going to do it on a, a podcast. We ain't going to have a debate. Here's the deal. You send me a date and a time and an address. And it doesn't have to be your home address because I know you don't want me to know where you live because you probably do live in your in-law's basement since you're an unemployed failure and you're toxic and nobody wants to have anything to do with you. And every wrestling promoter, every great wrestling veteran of the last 20 years that's ever drawn any money has nothing but bad things to say about you. Bret Hart said you ought to be hung in a parking lot. I know you don't want me to know where you live, so send me a date and a time and a neutral address, and I'll come to you. You don't have to come to me. You're in Evansville now. It's not that far away. I'll come to you because I know you don't have money for gas, Vince, being as you're in such a miserable state and you're living on food stamps. Your wife's probably ready to divorce you because you haven't had a job and been employed in years. So send me a date, a time, and an address. I'll come to you. Make it a public park, maybe somewhere out of the way, somewhere where there won't be too many people to intervene. You, you've never been in a fight, gutless pussy. I can whip you. Besides, it's not even going to be hand-to-hand because I said no guns, no knives, but I got a bat. I could find a stick. I don't give a... Okay, I I know this is immature to say so, but if they ever fought, Russo would kick Cornette's arse because Russo's... He, he stayed in shape. He's, he's six foot four or something. Well, Cornette's a big fat old fuck whose who's dick doesn't work. It's true. That's one one of the things I like about Cornette is that he has uh, an uncontrollable love for shit food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I do, I do like cheese, that about Cornette. Double onions, yeah. double bacon, <laughs> double loads on my wife's face from two guys <laughs> while I sit in the corner rewinding the VHS tape. Using a using a fucking screwdriver, cock. So uh it's not a bad cornet. That is very good. <laughs> this clip led to Russo filing a restraining order against Cornet for stalking him yes. across state lines since nineteen ninety nine. All right, you want we'll go a step further, El Harib. Like yes, Cornette, please. Cornet sold copies of that autographed uh, copies. Yeah. Autographed copies of that. I think he uh, mentions that score. in this clip. Yeah. <laughs> or no, uh, maybe he didn't. Maybe I heard that in another clip. But I did uh, hear that, that he was selling um, autograph. Uh, and there's hours. And I know, you know, we don't have hours to play all of the cornet because there's so much cornet <laughs> out there, commentary on this. But, uh, yeah, he's he's talked about this 
in detail about even getting the letter from the, the sheriff oh. and um you know oh god it's it's great stuff Corey yeah. will explain to you the 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 manner in which he opened the fucking door like the way he turned the knob and everything that's what cornet does yeah see ever since cornet learned about uh multi ads on youtube everything goes long like you can ask him what's your favorite number and he can make it last over eight minutes you want to talk about multi ads click on Husey entertainment there's 17 ads before you even and he cuts everything out he edits it but then he goes on other people's show and he just talks about you know people's wives getting loads on their faces and stuff oj cut all that out (laughs) when Husey finally does something i want to listen to and then i click on it i have to skip so many ads it's so frustrating (laughs) this these uncle rico shirts don't come cheap right i'm gonna know that the shuli wouldn't be giving me any money for it either oh all right you ready to veto episode coming next week New Ray DeVito episode coming next week to Husey's podcast. All right, this is uh, literally the last clip, and uh, it's just Russo and Cornette talk about the restraining order. So maybe this is where I heard it. Hmm. But this is only a minute, and then we're done. Again, I wanted to do this because I enjoy these two as far as, like, I like when real-life stuff happens in wrestling because hmm. a lot of times, like, they can't handle it. But uh, this is great. And also, I'm a big fan of Cornette, and I would tell anyone to uh, listen to Cornette's podcast. I think it's extremely uh, interesting. Obviously, if you're into wrestling, it's more interesting than if you're not, just like the last hour of the show. But even if you don't know the players, like El Horrible was just saying, Cornette is just so damn entertaining. You give him a subject, and he'll just go. And you can he's, he's very easy to listen to. So, All right, last clip. Kenny Bola said to me, he goes, Vince, I'm telling you, you need to file a love recording order, of the table. protection right against Jim Cornette. He said, because I don't think Jim will do anything, but he goes, I think Jim would incite people to do. Was that a smoke detector alarm? Like a chirp? That is very, very likely, though. I think it might yes. be Russo's uh, cock alarm. <laughs> I'm going to go back real quick. I thought I heard like a smoke alarm chirp. Every time he says Russo, it goes beep because he, because you know, no cucks allowed in the Russo house. I think Jim was people to do something. Russo being an idiot. Sorry, pause, please. Yes. I, I do. Uh, Vince mentioned something there. We may have talked over it. Kenny Bolin. Uh, came into this yes. story. Kenny Bolin is Jim Cornette's best friend. Uh, well, as a kid, was best friend, and who knows what their relationship is now. But he's a uh, morbidly obese uh, human being that oh. allegedly fucks underage girls. Uh, he allegedly, yes, I said allegedly. I know. Uh, I didn't say it in my voice. <laughs> yeah. uh, he told Vince Russo to file the. The restraining yeah, that, that was interesting. Yeah, because I didn't yeah. know who that was. And now that you say that was his best friend, I put that together that, yeah, he was the one who told Vince Russo to get the restraining yeah. order. And by the way, that this where by you the got the, the video stopped <laughs> is uh, Cornette's attic. And it's, mm. that's all wrestling memorabilia. And, wow. Yeah. And speaking of Kenny Bolin on Keeping the 100, he pretty much said that Cornette is a closeted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with being a yoo-hoo. <laughs> you, I love yoo-hoo. Ah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
That's my new sound effect that I had to edit yeah. the end. Uh, I have another Great. one. Where is it? Don't get in the microphone, you what fucking that? idiot. <laughs> talked over it. It's fine. He registers this restraining order. They bring it to me. The cops come up, knock on the front door. I'm like, what? When they told me what it was, I busted out laughing. This is great. I've got it. I've got this guy. Right? He's a maniac. Head. We immediately <laughs> made copies of the restraining order and put it up on sale on my website. And we've raised uh, now, I think, over $6,000 for the WHS Crusader. Oh, I figured it out. The smoke detector chirp is on the person who's recording this off the yes. TV. Yeah, you're okay. right. You're right. Also, we've spoken a little bit about Patrick Milton from Nobody Like Nobody Likes Onions. That's a Patrick Milton move. If right now Stilto sent Patrick Milton a cease and desist or something, he right. would print those out and he would sell them in his store. It's a great uh, move. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, for sure. Children off of selling copies of the restraining order that this dickless, gutless, ballless pussy <laughs> put out on me because he's so stupid that he believed that I was going to have him killed. We're grown I like the reenactment seconds. History. It's 10, 20 years ago. How, how long are we going to let this go on? <laughs> Blah. <laughs> You can't get away with that F word, right, on YouTube? No. Yeah, that's why I had to edit those drops. But people who know them know what the word is. Yeah. So That's why I won't answer questions about James Corden. Of course. Because yeah. he is a bluff. You know, there was an advertising campaign uh, in the 80s. I don't know if you guys know what Australians, and I think the British call cigarettes, um, but uh, yes. um, there was an advertising campaign in Australia in the 80s. It was only DAG's smoke fags <laughs> really yeah what's a dag a dag is the what hangs off a sheep's ass like when oh. shit gets attached to it that's called a dag yeah, try and cut that off. Yeah. A dingleberry brother <laughs> hey you gotta cut out now that the, he said the f word <laughs> the key to it is it rhymes with fag so hey was... you can't say that which is the term okay. used for for cigarettes, cigarettes. Oh, that's right. Oh, you're talking See? about cigarettes. Yeah. Cigarette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. OJ, cut that all out. <laughs> Fellas, thank you so much for spending way too much time with me today. Um, this was an international bedabbling. Um, I love fuck it. Fuck all super chats, by the way. Fuck oh. all of you. No, thank yeah, you. You're all, all pieces of shit. Game. Anyone in yeah. that chat, fuck yourself. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. still sleeping in the United States. You bunch still of dags. Thank you all. Dags. Thank you all for the super chats. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, I think my biggest problem with the dabble verse is that everyone's in different time zones, but we figured it out because we have four different time zones here. Whoa. Hughesy, <laughs> give your plugs. Uh, oh. At the Hughesy on Twitter and Instagram, uh, preferably follow me on Instagram because I have very low following on there. Uh, check out, out Hughesy Entertainment on YouTube. We're starting... Monday, I will be uploading uh, clips from my new Raid of Vito interview. There will be multiple ads. And uh, keep on cooking. Keep on cooking on. Thank you, Husey. As always, thank you for doing um, two shows like pretty much in a row, two Saturdays in a row. I appreciate that. But I really wanted to get to the wrestling stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because this is because after, as of next weekend, it's back to party time. I'll be doing all this sort of stuff going, hee, ha, hoo, hee. And then. On Sundays, I will be vomiting blood and farting stuff and, you know. Come, farting. Come. Yeah, come. Beautiful. Well, thank you, Husey. 
the Aussie guy, please give us your plugs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to plug right now, but uh, no, actually, what I want. Uh, so Mallettown, I announced earlier, is no more, but it, it still exists right now. Uh, please, I think the most recent episode I put out, I could be wrong, but I think it's the most recent episode. Mallettown Vacation 6, El Harible. Ooh. Oh, so Go, you put our episode on. Yeah, yeah, that's up. Well, I nice. thought I told you. I'm pretty sure yeah, I tagged I think, you on a tweet. Did I retweet? Oh, yeah, I must have retweeted. Yeah, it. you might have retweeted. It. Anyway, okay. point being, please just go to that. I think either download it or I think you need to listen to a minute of it, maybe. But just, I just want to make a point to some people and just sort of point <laughs> out, you know, so if I could get a bump in numbers to that particular episode, I'd appreciate it. So go to Malatown. Go to your whatever podcast app you use, Malatown Vacation 6 El Harible. Download it, listen to it, and just give me a bump in numbers for that one episode. And then other than that, I don't care if you fucking do anything awesome. after that. I mean, subscribe. Yeah. Why not? Just help me out in that way. But otherwise. Mm. And on Twitter, I'm at that sussy guy. Just imagine that Aussie guy. Put an S where the A should be. should be. That sussy guy. Gentlemen, thank you so much. OJ, as always, thank you. Are there any plugs you want to give besides the one that John does at the end of our no, show? Other than, I don't know, uh, if you're not subscribed to me, you could come subscribe. I'm at Obnoxious John, Twitter, YouTube. Um, I've been streaming a lot of old Stuttering John clips. I have another one coming up. I haven't picked a day or anything yet, but uh, if you're interested in Stuttering John podcasts, um, I guess I'm your place for that. Follow OJ on Twitter. He's a great follow. Really racist. Follow OJ. Follow the Husey and follow that sussy guy. Right? That instead of the. Yes. yes. And Everything if has you're to be so confusing. And if you're yeah. horny and desperate, follow Jim Cornette's wife. There yeah. you go. <laughs> There's no better way to end the show. So till next time, guys. Always be dabbling. Hello, everyone. This is your favorite world famous host, Stuttering John. Thanks for watching Be Dabbling Live with El Hor Blay. Leave him a voicemail anytime and we'll play it on the show. 973-440-9770. Follow at El Hor Blay on Twitter at Be Dabbler. Follow OJ on Twitter at Obnoxious John. Till next time, Be Dabbling. Kiki, yeah!